We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings NFL 2021. First round of the playoffs, the divisional round. We're here for the next four weeks or five weeks, I guess, all the way throughout the Super Bowl. If you are missing out on me, Jeff, and Tim Andercust. Tim Andercust. Not my name. That's the earliest I've ever done the Tim Andercust, by the way. We are back tomorrow on Mayo Media Network, breaking down all of the golf majors for the entire season. Um, so remember to subscribe to Mayo Media Network. I'm doing a giveaway for the giant one and done right now. If you retweet the shows when you see it come around and you smash the like button for this episode and help us time code it or give me your favorite spread for the divisional round in the comment section, you will be in the draw as long as you subscribe to Mayo Media Network. If you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts for the audio version of this show and in the in the con, the review, just say something like, hey, I really enjoy this show. Leave your Twitter handle or your email address so I know it's you. And you're also in the draw you do both you're in the draw twice and winners are drawn on wednesday so get to it jeff feinberg is in studio with me we did a show people i i think there's a big crossover audience obviously between the golf show and this show because you and i are both on it people don't know me and jeff do a show every single monday for 40 straight weeks throughout the course of the year beginning this week that we did on monday for golf betting it's basically this show tim appears a lot of the time anyway uh and we try to hand out golf winners so if you miss jeff and i after football so we're just tuning in money who cares if you it doesn't matter if you like golf or not yeah. is the way that i would really throw it out there yeah. like a lot of people watch this show that don't like football they just enjoy the show yeah now there is a crossover but there are people that are like staunchly like in and out of of one show and i think a lot of the fans kind of 
realize how little football might actually get discussed at times on this show? I feel like all those no. all those triggered people have probably given up on the show at this point. I, I mean, there's only six games. I'm hoping we can keep it under six hours today. Yeah, me too. So is my wife. That, that would be nice. So yeah, golf major show, two golf shows already out. The one and done contest at fantasygolfchampionship.com. No listeners league for football this week. There is one for golf. So you can find that in the description of the golf shows. Plus, I want to give a special shout out if you are looking for some wine to be shipped to your house because who the fuck wants to leave their house you go to wagnervineyards.com owned and operated by a friend of the show a viewer of the show i don't know if it's owned it's operated at least uh wagnervineyards.com gets the riesling best white wine in the state of new york have it shipped to your state all right wagnervineyards.com highly recommend you go check it out and support the viewers of the pat mayo experience keep everything in the community tim i want to congratulate you by going nine and seven last week you beat the coin by a game in the season-long pick'em. I will accept your praise and say that maybe it's time for the coin to start watching the games. So know. should you. Yeah, you finished 116 and 138 against the spread. The coin was 115 and 139. Jeff put a scare into me. By going 12 and 4 for the week, you finished at 131 and 128, got yourself back out of the hole over the past like three weeks, finished eight games above 500. Pat Mayo, the champion, as always, except for that year, the coin won. 139 and 115 against the spread. Uh, if you had bet every game and use me, you still would have lost money because you would have paid the rake. <laughs> I didn't finish. Super lock, though. I was on a bit of a heater with the super lock down the stretch. I think I hit six of eight or something down the stretch. Yeah, you started off very poorly. You still lost the super lock contest. Jeff won that 11 and six with a super lock for the year. I was seven and nine because I had that game cancellation. Tim, that bested you by half a game. You were seven and ten. Fair enough. And like I said, I started off real slow and then did heat up on that as the season progressed. And for your free money. Your free money money line parlay last week. Both of the first games lost, so you lost again. Three and sixteen yeah. for the year. Nine and eighty-three lifetime. Congratulations! But I promise the people when we get back to twenty twenty-one season, I'll I'll be putting winners out there. I don't know about that. I'll have to admit, we're going to the wild card round. I have a notorious history of being terrible <laughs> in this round. <laughs> What, what, no, what, what is really the difference between that and like week four? Somebody no, has been chronicling it. There's only some, one. One week. of our followers has been chronicling it, and it's some like unbelievably terrible record over the last several years. Shout out to that fellow. I mean, it's like it's like two and fourteen or something outrageous <laughs> over the like. I have a really really bad handle on wild card round. So just fair warning to everybody listening. If you're for whatever reason, didn't listen all year, but like, Oh, it's the NFL playoffs. I like the playoffs. I'm going to jump in. I see this video has got the SEO of playoffs. So I'm in <laughs> and I start to watch it. I am really bad at picking the wild card round. So if you wanted to play a six game teaser against whatever I'm picking or money line against you, you might actually cash a really, really big check. So fair warning. On. Is there one week? Okay, he says he's bad in wildcard weekend. I'd argue outside of Thanksgiving, which might just be perception based. Well, he, he's, he's probably bad every week. He's like, won two teasers slash parlays on Thanksgiving in the eight years we've done this show. And that's like a big victory for him. Thanksgiving is the only week where he would say, like, I do something right, I would argue. Paul. My concern here would be that by saying that he's very bad at the wild card round, himself. he just reverse cursed it, and he's gonna and TC is gonna have a uh, a big wild card weekend here. 
It's a whole new format, Tim. Extra games, as I joked with you on the golf Great. show, Pat. Um, you know, my wife is very hyper aware of the NFL schedule and how it works kind of in the playoffs, and we do get some Saturday ball. But it hasn't hit her that there are three games, and this thing starts early and, and goes late, all three of them. I can't wait, like, on Sunday night for it to, like, lead into, I assume the son- uh, the uh, Champions Tournament is on NBC. Maybe it's just on Golf Channel. I believe it's just Golf Channel. It'll be at the, like, the same time. Same time. And, like, when it's over, I can turn over and watch Tony Finau win. Like, I'm excited for that. Tony Finau is your pick this week? I, poor, I poor, poor Tony. I didn't bet Finau, but man, good for Finau. There is one big announcement, though. If people uh, didn't tune into the Cuss Corners we released over the past two weeks, uh, you should go do that. It's up on Mayo Media Network. But if you hit the description of this video right now or the podcast, guess what you will find, Jeff Feinberg? I don't know. The ballot for voting on the 2020 Custy Awards. It's happening. I almost fell off the toilet today. Did you read some of them? Yeah. Like, it was... It's literally amazing that one man could say all these things. That's fair. I mean, I don't think there's that many candidates for things. Well, let me just go through this one. This was my favorite category, just to, to give you a teaser on how hard some of these selections are. Most Andercurse non-sports. You have to pick one of these to vote for in the Custy Awards. Tim putting C100 out of business. The radio station got all of his favorite. I didn't do that. Got all of his favorite hosts fired, uh, and then the they st- were already the station. Oh, before I then this, up. shut up. Then the station actually shut down and switched its format. Uh, killing Sean Connery. Well, at a spa when Tim was tub adjacent and getting a tug, uh, walking by a chimney, uh, one of the yurts caught on fire, and then the spa actually closed down the next week after Tim was there. Tim called the new Bond movie a top five Bond movie and was excited for its release. It still hasn't come out yet. Coca-Cola laid off 17% of its workforce this year. This is a sneaky one. Larry Tesler, who invented the shortcut for keyboards, after Tim proclaimed he had just discovered what control X meant, two days later, the guy died. Rick Moranis, Tim called Rick Moranis a top-tier influencer. Later that week, Moranis was assaulted on the street of New York. And movie theaters. Tim proclaimed that he would save the movies. Regal Cinemas, one of the largest movie theater chains in North America, announced that they will close in October after Tim gave his advice on how to save movies. So that's just one category. I wouldn't, I voted, but, you know, I, I could be swayed on that either way. You got no defense. I'm not responsible for any, I'm not, not responsible for any of those things. You killed two people in one year. You got poor Rick Moranis sent to the hospital. Just own up to it. No, not guilty. I've done none. These are all just happenstances and coincidences. I bet you there won't even be that many votes. People will look at that and go, I don't even think there's much here. <laughs> they'll, they'll click on it, then they'll abstain from voting is what you're saying? That's what I would do. I, I would not. I would cast an empty ballot like that guy for the Hall of Fame if I could. What a piece of shit that guy is. <laughs> Can you imagine waiting your whole life to become a Hall of Fame voter and then casting an empty ballot? No, I, I can't imagine that. That's look. I can understand just not voting if you had a problem with it. I get that, and I would support that. But don't cast an empty ballot. It's it's pretty stupid. It, this it, it was a pure hey look at me move. A hundred percent, it was a hey look at me move. Okay, let's jump into the games. Indy and Buffalo is the first game we're going to see on Saturday. Minus six and a half for the Bills. Fifty one and a half is the over under. 
as uh, Tim said to me, uh, all Bills fans are triggered that this game is the early game at 1.05 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, which is not the case. But uh, the first thing I did when the Lions got released on Sunday night, Jeff, was bet the Buffalo Bills minus six and a half. This, this feels too low. I was pretty surprised myself, despite the market size, to see the Bills were the curtain jerker. Uh, the Why, Bills, though? These are the two smallest markets in the playoffs. Whatever. Okay. We're starting the playoffs off. It's the Rockers versus the Heavenly Bodies. <laughs> I mean, like, we're opening the curtain here. I don't mind this game. I'm excited for this game. I love the Mafia. This could be Dad's last ever pass, last ever interception, last ever game. You know, maybe he takes that high school job. There's a lot of rumors that big money's being thrown Monday at. Night Talked football. about him to do the booth, which would melt my heart so he can be in all your living rooms every week for the for, for the foreseeable future. I'm no, I hope the best for the mafia, but I'm going to go down swinging with pops. I'm not necessarily ready to bet this real money, real life. I bet this the real money. Bills yeah, yeah, minus six and a half. The weather is going to be freezing. They're down a tackle. Their defense doesn't look as sharp as it was. They got a coordinator, Eberflus, who's got like seven interviews lined up. Well, Dable has a bunch of interviews lined up. Yeah, I guess. Listen, I don't want. I, I hope I don't want the Bills to look bad, and then my owner to to be like, "Oh no, told you, Jason Garrett. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there later, though." Um, I, I, I'm just gonna throw Dad. I'm as Dad throws his last punch. I might lose money on Philip for the last time ever, and how could I? Miss that opportunity. But I love the Mafia, and I would break for them if they went home here. Because, that I don't know, Tim might be on Reddit if they go home. But I'm not totally expecting that. <laughs> You'd run to Reddit. Don't lie. If they get down by three points, Tim's going to go to Reddit. He's going to open up the Reddit app. Be like, Bill's fans are so stupid. Look at them freaking out. And, these- and then Tim is the guy taking victory laps after two minutes into the season. Because the Jets are up two nothing or something. Oh yeah! If the Jets like play, if the Bills play bad in this game, Tim's gonna be like, "I told you the division is wide open next year." He's already proclaimed that the Jets are gonna have the best QB in the division next year. That's already I never said that on tape. I never said that on tape. You said it in text, and I tweeted it on out. tape. <laughs> Go so, Tim. So Tim, where are you going in this game? I am leaning towards Buffalo. Uh, I'm trying to decide what would be funnier if the Bills lost the lid lifter and their season ended now, or if they got like destroyed in Kansas City with everybody having so much hopes for the Bills and then they just go in there and lose by 40 because they're nowhere near as good as Kansas City. I'm not sure which I think would be funnier, or if they lost another Super Bowl, that would also be sort of a side splitter too. So I'm trying to figure out where I think the funniest loss would be, and I don't think it would be here. I actually think this would just be more like, like, annoying and tragic sort of the way like the saints last year got thrown out of the playoffs in the first round your fault far inferior it would team. be dark it not, would not be dark fault. bills fans it would be yeah, dark like, place it would be dark lose this game this is this would be a really really bad loss for buffalo bills fans can dress it up however they'd like this would be a catastrophic See, loss for the team I, and I, so i don't think it's going to happen i i think i should have to lay a touchdown and i don't have to lay a full touchdown and it's philip rivers in the playoffs on the road in the cold, and I don't have to lay a touchdown. Uh, It all adds up to me having to play the Buffalo Bills here. I hope, because I know a lot of Bills fans. um, Getting that out of the way. Did you, oh, hold on. Uh, Also on the Custy Awards, Tim just brought up how uh, the Saints got beat last year by the Vikings. That's one of the Custy, the sports Custies that you can vote on. 
that tragedy couldn't have, couldn't fall well, upon New Orleans we'll for three get, straight we'll years. Get to it when we get to it, but I have very strong feelings about the Saints this week. Now you you know Pat's probably got a special lined up that we could do at a later date. Win or lose this game, the Bills will be in, ranked incredibly high in my season franchise <laughs> rankings. Win or lose, the program's excelled. The quarterback's going to get. I know Tim has informed me that it's not baseball. There's not multiple MVP votes. We don't like go second, third, fourth. Yeah, but he place. could come second in the MVP. But there are people that might even give him a first place vote. Like that's a legitimate thing. Um, so to me, they've had a great year. You don't have to win it all at once. I don't know. I'm totally in. But if they lose this game, I've worn my butt. Like you sort of like, oh shit, we lose this game. The rest of the weekend sucks. We're the curtain jerker. Like, I'm not going to want to watch football all weekend now. There's five games I'm going to want to be in, like, a vodka sleep napping. It's true. This happens to the it Jets a lot. They play this on game. Saturday. We often get the Saturday game when we make the playoffs. But if you Whether win, it makes the rest of the weekend well, amazing. Well, that's it. The year we beat the Bengals early in that first game. It's very rare for us to get the very first game on a Saturday because we're the Jets. But, like, the year we beat the Chargers on a Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, we lost to the Raiders on a Saturday night. We we uh, we beat the Colts on a Saturday night. Uh, we we have a history of like playing these early games, so I know what it's like. It's like you want to win so badly, so you can enjoy the weekend. But if you lose, like it just feels like your heart's been ripped out. Like I remember that happened to. Anyway, it, it's happened to me too. So I understand. So I never. It's like in the NCAA tournament, if like Notre Dame is tipping off as the lid lifter, I hate that because like the whole great day is ruined if they lose their game. So I never liked being the first game in the playoffs and I never liked being the last game in the playoffs. So you want to be in the middle, in my opinion, that that's the best spot to be, but listen, be that as it may, it's Buffalo, it's Indianapolis. They were never going to get a marquee slot between two teams that are just, again, it's, and it's the AFC. So even more reason not to, to put it in this game in prime time. So whatever, I, I think it should be a fun game. Yeah. I hope if it so. is the last time Indianapolis went to Buffalo, was that massive blizzard snow game a couple oh, yeah. of years ago uh, where I think it was like eight, nothing, something like that. No. Well, they played each Not other at Indy last year or two years ago, but the last time Indy came to Buffalo was that massive blizzard. And right now they're not calling for snow. They're calling for what Americans would say is 22 freezing. degrees. Freezing. It's going to yeah, be freezing. What I was Buffalo reading today. It's early in the week. Nowhere. It's early so. in the week for us to be really looking at weather, but early weather indicates it's freezing. Be cold. And just to, to, to go on to the point about being, you don't want to lose the curtain jerker because it just ruins everything. I feel this way. Um, like if the chargers are playing Thursday night and they lose like oh, so, Sunday football, got this L feeling. Now I'm used to it. Now it's more for like seasons with expectations, but I don't like curtain jerking anything. Well, Tim, do you think that the Jets don't have experience in the earliest game on the Saturday in the playoffs because the Jets are now the franchise that has spent the most time of making the playoffs? You just you it's, don't even remember that maybe even it's the, remarkable. I don't even know if the Saturday game existed the last time the Jets made the playoffs. It's remarkable that for so many years the Jets were a reliant team that would make the playoffs pretty consistently we had that first game of the year against the colts uh of the playoffs we won 41 to nothing the last time we won the division uh we used to make the playoffs wait, wait, what year was that oh two so the oh three <laughs> playoffs so it was 18 years playoffs. ago <laughs> uh but anyway my point is that that is a legal adult ago we used to get into the playoffs all the time and now it's been since 
Our last playoff win was the Bart Scott's can't wait in Foxborough. And our last playoff game was when the Steelers stole the AFC championship game on a ridiculous hold on a third down on a team that probably would have won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so it, but I can't believe it's been that long and that we now bear, wear that call. You're like the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, bro. No, they've probably even well, done something good under Cliff. Well, the Pirates are the playoffs a couple of times. Uh, yeah, like we're, I don't know who to describe us as in terms of long term, like the Sacramento Kings. In terms of like not having made the playoffs in forever, like that's essentially New York who Knicks. we've become. No, the Knicks, well, no, the Knicks made the, the playoffs the, the when Knicks, Carmelo was there. Yeah, the Knicks are New York's team. The Knicks, the Knicks made the playoffs the year I lived in New York City and then won a bunch of yeah, money the, off the, people when they lost to Indiana. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they they lost in the second round because they had Amari and they had uh, Anthony and they had a pretty good. And then, uh, and then they, they had, had the and then they had, and then they had no answer for Roy Hibbert. Well, Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert was always good in college. I wasn't surprised. He, and, anyway, Roy, Hib- Roy Hibbert went from like defensive stalwart to being out of the league in two years. Honestly, once basketball, well, shifted. he was so big. He no, was so no, big. it was just the way that people played basketball shifted, and he was useless. Yes, that's right. I, I agree with that. So the, I would say yeah. the reason you take the Bills in this game, like weather aside, everything like that, especially with the injuries on the offensive line, I don't, and maybe like the kicker, I don't know where Indy's better than Buffalo. Do you? Like you would normally say, like, hey, Frank Reich no. running backs, but that doesn't matter. Great. Let like, jo- their actual depth. Of, Jonathan like, Taylor almost ran for 200 yards no. last week. They almost lost to You're asking me a position group. That's better. Their running this back this game, group is better than the Bills running back locker room. That doesn't This that game is dying far, to be teased. This game is dying to be teased down the pick. It's unfortunate one, because it? what is the Bills' weakness? Their secondary? I would say that their run defense is probably it, but it's looked a lot better yeah. basically since yeah, with Milano and, yeah. and Edmonds when they're both playing. I mean, that is stuff. Indianapolis's path to victory. If they can feed that running back and he can make something happen. Like, I their, think that their is path their path to victory path. is Eberflus drawing up a couple beauties and they've got some high end defensive ends that can do what seems like nobody's done in two months, which is keep Josh Allen down or make Josh Allen make one of those old mistakes that feel like a different player now. He doesn't feel like that guy that's capable of that stuff anymore. But there are some high-end defensive players, whether it be uh, Rucker or even Leonard, or, or Buckner good. and Leonard, um, DeForest Buckner. Sorry, Rucker, who I think of, Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, <laughs> yeah, Let it cry, Jeff. Let it cry. There's some high-end defensive players there that that may, that are going to need to make huge plays in this game. Um Plays that and we Frank Wright's every bit as good a coach as McDermott. Time. I don't know if he is. I we'll, think he we'll might be out. even better. We'll I think Frank out. Wright's a genius. A lot of talk of, um, I guess it's the easy dot to link of, of uh, you know, obviously the Eagles will call the Colts about Wentz with the Frank Wright. Frank dot. Wright revenge game? Why is this? Oh, sort of. yeah. Former Bill. Former sure. Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The biggest thing that I would think of is if you, like, I like the Bills a lot minus six and a half. I like the first quarter first half over as well indy loves scoring points right away and then doing nothing in the second half yeah philip and rank and frank design a great couple first drives i guess yeah and then like they don't know how to adjust Yeah, they scheme a couple (laughs) things that work that they see on tape and then mcdermott will make adjustments and phil be in trouble yeah buffalo buffalo is one of those teams this week buffalo and uh, baltimore uh, are the favorites that if they get down early I think they're in real trouble. I don't think that's the only ticket. Are you on a parlay here? Nothing with the bills for you? Well, I mean, it doesn't count against my season record. But it it does count for your season record if you're going to do some free money stuff. Yeah, it's a free money tally. Well, I kind of had. 
put together a five team tease. But... Oh five team tease? <laughs> you kidding yeah. me? Last time you made no, a teaser, I, I... you lost all four of them. <laughs> yeah, but okay, but we're gonna start with 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 a layup by teasing Buffalo down. A uh, layup, uh, layup to a half. To we a hear half. Hear that point. Buffalo? It's a layup. So it's a six point teaser. Yeah, I will say um, the Bills. I'm not buying into, as I kind of joked before, about them having a not having a buy that they would have deserved. Um, their snowballs, no, the rules are the their, rules. Their, their snowballs are their snowball is going downhill, and if they could start this thing off like you're expecting them to, watch the f out. I'm more. Watch con- the I'm f concerned out. about them next round because if they steamroll Indy. The expectations for them against, let's say, Pittsburgh. Ends I don't up think winning. the expectations are changing much. People are are expecting them to take no, care no, of no, 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 no. Ask Bills fans; they have it in the back of their throat. They know. They know. They they're know. not talking about. No, it. they're not. You can't bring it up. It's like Fight Club. I don't want to bring it up. I want the best for them. They're great people. They're an American treasure. But as as someone else who has a lot of Bills fans in, in their my orbit, life, yeah. They're just waiting for the shoe to drop. Yeah, something yeah. bad, to, like we're, something we're, outrageously come on, bad. Bills to happen. fan, Charger fan, Lion fan, Brown fan. Like, I would say the Bills. I would say the Bills have had it worse. Like in big, I'll be optimistic. I mean, the Cubs won the World Series. The yeah, Bills can do exactly. Fine. I, I hope. The I, best. I hope for them too. But like Music City, Mar- I, I don't losing <laughs> four Super Bowls in a row. Like yeah, just yeah, yeah, shitty stuff. That I mean, Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor throwing for three yards in a playoff game. Where the hell that was? Bit, but this is, I mean, this, I don't cheer for them now. ever when time they're not playing now. a team. Like when they're not playing a divisional team, I never cheer for them, and I'd be fine if they lost. But I'm not picking it. I would uh, listen if they lose this game. I will That's be. Sad. I will be on the internet putting air in their tires because I think they deserve it, and everything is. And you don't. They don't want to hear that. You. They will not want to hear that. They'll be going to the anchor bar to eat their wings and be sad. You really I don't care. I'm saying every. I think you really overrate how popular <laughs> the anchor bar is. As every single Listen, as every single one of our Buffalo viewers always tells you, like no one goes there. But it invented the chicken. Wings. Yeah, so like, you've heard of it, so everyone be, must go there. It's world famous. Maybe to you, it, to everyone. It's people don't even say it has the best wings thing. in Buffalo. It's the famous, most famous thing in Buffalo is the anchor bar. Really? Yeah, it is. Okay. Name Listen, more famous. As someone that grew up in Toronto his whole life, we went to Buffalo a lot for various reasons, events, even just to shop, all sorts of things, all sorts of things, uh, like sports contests, like kids, like Little League or traveling hockey. No, no one at the – what do you mean the anchor bar, man? <laughs> I don't care. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need him to continue to go on about this. We need to go no, on to the next game. Right. We're, always, we're already 25 minutes in. Right. We have five games left. You said you wanted to get out of here before seven. Yeah, we'll We're see. not on a good yeah. pace. We don't need Tim filling the air up with nonsense. Rams at Seahawks. We just saw this game a few weeks ago. Seahawks are favored by four at home. 43 is the over-under. It opened at four and a half. Goof is apparently not playing again, which is probably good news for the Rams. What's the other dude's name? Completely forgot. Walford. Walford. Yeah, Walford. A Waldorf salad. I want a Waldorf salad. I'm taking the Rams. <laughs> I have been thoroughly unimpressed by Seattle's offense over like the past, except for against the Jets. But I mean, let's be real yeah. uh, against like reasonable teams. They score like 20, 25 points a game. I think the Rams defense is a little bit better and they lose by a field goal. So I like the plus four. I think this is a field goal game either way. So I'm going to take the points. I like the Rams. 
All right, you guys aren't making picks. So. I like Seattle. <laughs> um, I'm seeing reports that they're supposed to get healthy. Um, Ad- Jamal Adams might not play. Well, I'm hoping he plays. It seems like their offensive line might be united for the first time in, in months, literally going back to the first month of the year. I think that would be a big deal for them, Pat. And as I've mentioned almost every year when we do our, our playoff show, um, quarterback making his first ever playoff start. Unless Goff plays. Unless Goff plays. But I think Wolford's going to play because I think McVay would rather play Wolford. I, if I'm betting on the Rams, I'd rather play Wolford too. Yeah. Because he's not goof. So going back to what I believe is 2002 per WalterFootball.com, um, 15, 34, and 1 ATS are first-time quarterbacks, and 16 and 34 uh, straight up. History isn't kind to them, and Wolford would belong in a quarterback class that's closer to your um, AJ McCarron, Todd Collins, <laughs> Joe Webb, Ryan Lindley, Connor Cook, at a ladder of rookie, a first-time yeah. playoff quarterbacks in the pantheon of football in the last 20, uh, 20, 18 years. So, but based on that, I am going to take Seattle. Uh, but I am higher on the Rams. They cost me a lot of money with the future. Good thing I got a live midseason Bills bet at a good number to eat some of that Rams loss that I took. And I'm, I, I really do like what I've seen on, on all aspects, but I'm taking Seattle. Tim, you're the big Rams supporter. How do you feel about them without their quarterback? So I started the week. This is the first only game I've sort of flipped in my mind on all week. I started the week on Seattle, and the more I thought about it, I thought, look, we, I watched this game two weeks ago. It was a very tight defensive battle, and a couple of dumb mistakes in the Rams caused it to go Seattle's way. So just based on the number of points, I will take uh, the Rams. I don't know whether I would pick the Rams to win the game or not. Yet Wolf, Walford... I mean, I watched a good amount of that Arizona game. Walford looked pretty decent after his first interception. Like, he certainly didn't look comfortable back there. They were rolling him out a lot to run, but he's fine. And, and the Rams have playmakers on offense that can sort of pick him up, but they have disruptors on defense. Now, what scares me most is that, am I really going to back John Walford over Russell Wilson? Because that's what I'm doing. That sounds like insanity. And I am going to do it anyway because I don't know what I'm doing in wildcard weekend. This is why I'm so bad at this. Because here I am picking a very pedestrian to probably bad quarterback up against a Hall of Famer on the road. That seems foolish. But yeah, here I am. I can do no other. I think the Rams are the play. It would not shock me in the least if the Rams won this game and uh, ruins everybody's TV hopes by throwing the Rams up to Green Bay next week rather than Tampa, which is what the networks want. Well, we'll see about that when we get to the next game. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't like that I'm on the same side of Tim through the first two games. He's talking about but, being like 2-40 and 40 ever. You had to know because he's fake gotten behind the Bills for the last little bit, and he's been a Ram guy all year. Uh, yeah, but he, he was know. telling me earlier in the week that he's on Seattle. Then we say he's flipped. I did, and I flipped, and we're of course, we're what, teasing what the What draft Rams pick up. did Seattle have? Oh, because they're and still and in the playoffs. We don't know which Correct. pick they're sending. Okay. So as soon, be as, soon as they lose, the better. The sooner they they lose, the better. better. Yeah. Night game. Tampa Bay. Tim's Super Bowl pick. Here we go. Favored by eight and a half on the road in Washington. 45 is the over-under. You think, I'm not going to bet 
the football's money line because I am betting the football's money line. Give me all the Washington I can handle. Plus eight and a half. Here. I'm going to watch this go up to nine, nine and a half, and I'm going to take that. So it, it opened at seven, seven and a half, eight. It's now eight and a half. All of the money in the world is on Tampa. It's a very, very small sample size of like the loser division winner that gets in, but I believe they're undefeated. I like it. No, yeah. they're not. The Cardinals got blown out. But the Cardinals also stole a few of those games, I, I remember. But then um, again, in the Cardinals spot. may not have been the division champion. The, the Panthers may have been. So I may be wrong. Whatever. Chargers, Panthers, were a, Panthers, Chargers were a loser in this game. No, this they game. were 8 and 8. We sure were still a loser. Eight. We were the loser team hosting Peyton Manning and Darren Sproles went lily dipping into the end zone in overtime. Okay. And that was a great game. That was we've a great seen, game. we've seen this a lot. Yeah. I was at the international bowl that afternoon. Uh, Toronto had a bowl game. Pat, I remember for like two years. Uh, UConn used to Derek yeah, Brown. UConn Buffalo. Say? There was Derek Brown, Darius Butler. There were like three NFL players in this one game. Cam Stewart was the host. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Of the game. I'm not kidding. Was it better? Better or worse attended than when the Buffalo Bills used to play there? Worse. Worse. Yeah, yeah, worse. There's like a, yeah, yeah, I'd imagine there's yeah, like a thousand people. Were people like giving the away Bills tickets at the, at the Sky Dome oh, like yeah. the last minute? Put it this way. If you can't, if the Buffalo Bills are playing regular season games in Toronto and no one goes, imagine what UConn versus <laughs> Buffalo in a bowl game is going to do. Yeah, well, I, will, I, I will quickly say the thing that the Buffalo and Toronto experience was horrible. They, they got their price point wrong. They were very cocky. And just thinking we would eat it up as much as we all do love NFL football. Um, sort of Toronto doesn't want to sort of tell someone else's home team like that it's yours. Maybe just a myriad of, of different teams would have been. But the one thing Toronto did succeed in that showing to the league, although it will be a slow burn, is that the premium and the suites and the sponsors, they're all there. They are all there to pay the exorbitant prices that this league will want to charge if it ever eventually does decide that Toronto is I NFL worthy. fully on record that the NFL should never go to Toronto. If the I, NFL yeah, ever less. goes to Canada, it should go to Montreal. Sure. I don't know. They like football yeah. more. Yeah. Oh. I don't care. Sure. Bills fans here do not want to watch the game in Toronto. We the, the, It's the tailgating Yeah, experience. you want to go oh, two yeah, and a half course. hours yeah. to get to Buffalo, like... It's the you can't tailgate by the Sky Dome. There's no, like they also had like they have like a they have a tailgate, but it's not a true tailgate. You can go to fucking like, you can't drink in the parking sports. lot. They, they charge you like eight dollars a drink. Like it's bullshit. They it's got the, the worst experience. games ever. They got like a Bills Dolphin game. It's that like was a nine game. six and a Bills Bears game that was like nine six. Whatever. I, I forget which one I went to, but like. When you would go, I assume it's like the same way in London when you get the London game. Like you show up, like there's Bills fans there, but most people are like wearing jerseys of random teams. That's what's happening to the Raptors <laughs> in Tampa. Yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. Oh, I like, oh, you're Jordan I like and Kobe. Oh, I like basketball. The, the NBA is down the street. Okay, I'm going and I'm wearing the, just a league, an association jersey. Back to this game, Pat. I'm scared that Tampa will make me look stupid. Me I won't be the only one. I kind of called it out, but they're here. As I said last week, I don't think they've actually played their best football consecutively this year, so I'm afraid they have a run in them. But I like this, and I like the points. Uh, Washington on every metric, what? First against pass yards per game, fourth uh, points per game defense, second yards per play defense. You said it last week. You're excited to see Chase Young close the pocket on Tom Brady, they won't be able to up Chuck Kamalu comfortably um, is, to those is, big play receivers. Is Evans in or out? Evans is I don't out, have right? a clue. He could play. He could not play. Oh, he is in? 
Like for sure well, he's in? There's no structural no, damage, so they're saying that no, it's, it's a playoff game. If there's no structural damage and he can play, he's going to play. Anyway, yeah, but no structural damage doesn't necessarily mean like, hey, if, they're not going to run Mike Evans out there at 40% so he can get hurt. I don't know. Washington, I don't think will ha- will be able to make big plays too. Like oh, I, I listen, bet you, is fine. Yeah, Rivera can will call up a couple bombs. Like McLaren, we're we're banking on him. McLaurin, I, I like the eight and a half here. If people want to keep betting it up, uh, I, I will probably be making a weekend teaser. This will be the other way for sure. I don't like this as a teaser. Oh, because it can get out of hand. I th- if Tampa wins, they can win this like fifty to yeah. three or something. And you don't really like Washington <laughs> yeah. for a backdoor isn't really ins- no. an inspiring uh, situation. Washington hasn't looked as good the last couple of weeks as they had that, the couple weeks previous. Like, like if I, they I, play like they did Sunday night, they're going to lose by thirty-five points. Sure, but no, that doesn't uh, we, mean we see this every single up. year that some team like limps into the playoffs, then all of a sudden they're back to what well, that's the best version of what we fair. think of them is. There is a perfect specific fair. game plan that Washington has to follow. All they should be doing is watching the game tape of Denver versus New England that year that Peyton Manning sucked and Denver beat them in the playoffs anyway. That should be the game plan. Just how did they win? Like, try to win 16-13. Like, that's how they have to win this game. I agree. I'm going to tease Tampa down. Uh, they're the third part of the teaser. And I'm like, going to take Tampa. Wait, did you tease the Rams up? I did. Sorry. Yes, so you I got did. them no. up to 10. So there's only yeah, one game. I thought that was going to be the game you were skipping. Yeah, well, he didn't off. say anything. No. Yeah. No, no, no. There's only one game I'm skipping, and that wasn't it. Uh, you, you gave the impression that it was, but. So okay. Tampa Sorry. minus two well, and a half? Yeah, I'm taking Tampa down. I just think that this Washington story is very nice, and you're, everything you said is true, but I am convinced from what I have seen from the Buccaneers that they are in FU mode. And if, the, if things go as I think they may, they win this game. Next week, they go to the Superdome, and they strike revenge by crushing New Orleans, and then they get Green Bay in the, in the championship game maybe, and that would be a blast. Uh, and t- like Tampa is moving. In a, I picked at the start of the year Casey and Tampa to win the Super Bowl. I'm not deviating from my picks. I'm standing firm with them. And my, this, there's, a, there's definitely a path here for Tampa to start knocking some teams over. And this is a great spot to be in. Of all the I don't think this is near the Washington. walkover, though. That like it's, it's, not being... a, it's not. Well, it, it it's not the. Well, I mean, it's not the even the biggest spread of the week. I don't think it's a walkover, but I think it's a pretty reasonable team to draw against in week one. And, and you want the other some, team. They're not even the worst team playing. No, they're not. No, they are certainly not. But, but the, even though the they Browns have the worst, are the worst record, team in the they're not the worst team playing. They, they no, might not. They Chicago. might be. The, there might be. No, two I would teams say worse. The, there the, might be two teams. The Browns worse. might be worse at this point, especially they without may, a head coach. <laughs> but that's a different conference. So anyway, I like Tampa, what Tampa's doing here. Has Tom, back has Tom Brady won a primetime game yet this year? It's been a long time since I left. Well, they you without beat, a dope beat to start. They beat to. the Giants in primetime. Oh yeah, that's correct. It was a Monday night game. Well, they didn't cover then. I guess they did not. They have not covered a game. No, yeah, I think that's yet. the stat I, I was probably seeing too, Pat. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for this game. Yeah, I think it's going to be not fun to watch. It's going to be uh, like, uh, like uh, oh, dirt ball. Oh, sack. Oh, throwaway. There's, I mean, oh, Alex Smith threw for four yards. Is there a playoff game on the Tampa roster outside of Brady? Antonio Brown. Antonio Sue made the playoffs with the Lions yeah, a time or yeah, two. Yeah, he stepped on a face or two, right? Bruzarians. Yeah, of course. It, it's yeah, a very, Bruzarians I mean, championship game. they're not the only one. I'm going down Buffalo. I mean, I guess Buffalo's team got Gronk. that game last year. You didn't mention Gronk, but obviously. Yeah, nope. Okay, you've named a few. 
All right, that brings us to the midpoint of the show where we normally do Cuss Corner, but I've already released a few Cuss Corners. The best of football season, part two, is coming next week if people want to check that out. But we have football stuff that we can talk about. Just some quick topics before we get into the Sunday games themselves. So, Jeff, um, are you excited that Jason Garrett is going to be the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers? <laughs> so I got to tell you, Pat, in all the years of interneting, I don't think my phone ever lit up like that before. <laughs> I hope when good things happen to me, you guys will light me Never. up like that. Never. Like that. I, I was a carrier pigeon, but I sent it within the first 30 seconds. Of oh, there are people pigeon. still sending it today. Um, here's the thing. You think for a moment I was going to let this news ruin the gloriousness of what yesterday means or meant to the team? I will not. Um, I have a couple thoughts on this. I'm not going to sweat it at all unless there's a second interview, Pat. There are 14, 15 maybe interviews the Chargers have requested. I think he's the only one with current NFL head coaching experience. So there's clearly a direction that they <clears throat> seems like they want to go. In their um, statement yesterday, they used the word, you know, an innovative future. I don't really believe that lines up with Jason Garrett. And I don't know what agent we owe a favor to. To say, listen, we need his name out there. We we scratched your back. Now it's time to Gladhand Garrett. I I I no no no. I'm not even going to get concerned about it. My voice will not be raised. I'll give you the reaction you people want when a second Garrett interview is scheduled. See, I thought. It was some sort of, like, new executive rule. You know, when the pandemic started, they changed a bunch of these rules. You know, the, the playoffs are obviously different. They squeezed in an extra game for next year. But maybe there's, like, a new version of the Rooney rule where you have to interview bad head coaches just to, like, give them a chance so, you know, you don't hurt their feelings or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Um, I agree it's even insulting to us as football fans that he's even being interviewed. Like as much as I think there's a 2% chance he'd actually get the job that he would sit there and impress this family more so than the 12, 14 young innovative future minds. Uh, so I'm not really ready to worry that. Although I'll, I'll, I break a sweat when I do think this is the man that hired um, Norvell Turner. When no one really thought Norvell Turner deserved to be a, a head coach again. So that does concern me. I will also think maybe the boys just had to put a name on the list that dad recognizes. Because we've got 14 names here, dad, you've maybe never heard of. So here's one you know. And the Chargers and the Cowboys do a lot of joint summer practices together. They were always in Oxnard. We were where we are out in California. So there's like a close, tight relationship there and maybe a lot of sideline conversations, you know, on 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 summer days. But but this is not happening. I did felt feel this was needed to be addressed off the top because I couldn't talk about what I wanted to talk about because all you people want to talk about is Jason Garrett being my head coach. Because it's funny. It is funny, and I get it. It's, it's only funny when it's not happened yet. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, you can't fire Lynn and go to Garrett again. Yesterday was way too good of an important day of a successful day for me. Um, to go there. I'm excited though. I am excited. I I am fired up. I I am fired up. I I my 
you could tell it was a serious endeavor because the Chargers Twitter, even through good times and bad, Pat, is always very joking. And yesterday it was pretty much the statement. And then they went into deep, dark silence for the day. And then today they released a thank you video um, to Coach. A kind man. How sweet. But it was time to separate Anthony Lynn, the man, from Anthony Lynn, the football coach. I don't really want to get into who I want the options to be. That that could be for a future we'll, we can we'll discuss. Say, we'll say that if they haven't hired anyone by next, we'll week, save that for your DMs to the owner. Yeah, yeah, say, no, we'll, maybe maybe we'll save that for next. If they, I, yeah. if teams have not hired coaches by next week, maybe that will be our Thursday show next yeah, week. Yeah. We'll talk about sure. best best spots. I did want to say is I'm not completely joking about this like fake Rooney rule for bad coaches. You just wait until the Jets try to hire Freddie Kitchens or something. Yeah, like Jets that. are going to interview Jackson Lynn next week. Be, he used yeah, to work exactly. for the Jets. They're going to interview Lynn next week, and then you can all send Tim the the same messages you were sending me. Yeah, but Tim will talk himself. I, I I know. Hold on. I've got a lot of I've got a lot of notes here, and I'll be quick. I will be. Okay. I, I we're not going to get into names, but I I I Robert Sell is the only defense. Sorry. If I want to go offense, I just want to go offense. I want to be all in on offense. I think we're L.A. We got to be Showtime. We got to excite. That's just what we got to do. Um, and just trust that Joey Bosa, Derwin James will make a couple big plays throughout the game. Draft more receivers. Like all offense. That's what I believe. Um, here's the reality, though. Lynn, I believe, lost this job, Pat, simply because of the Buffalo and Atlanta incidents. I truly believe that. Like, those were, like, thank God, I guess, for those incidents. But this is a man, um, like, he lost the Sanderson account. Like, that simple. He was a good employee. He did some good things. But he took his cock out at, at Christmas. And that's a fireable effect. Like those incidents that happened were, were insane lacks of communication and were instant malpractice and fireable offenses. And, and, and he made my daughter cry. That's when he deserved to never work again. That's when I could never look at him again. Oh, you're asking how did he make my daughter cry? Well, I'll tell you how he made my daughter cry. It was that incident versus the Falcons before the half, Pat. It was during Hanukkah. And my wife asked me, you know, like, they're like four minutes to go in the half. At halftime, come down. We'll light, we'll light the Hanukkah candles because, you know, four o'clock game. Halftime's already like past six o'clock almost, right? Um, so it's like dinner time for the kids, but I'm doing my thing, watching the game, and I'm going to come down in halftime. And then instead of lighting the Hanukkah candles, you lit yourself on fire in protest. No! That incident happened before the half. And I didn't allow myself a moment to, like, cool off. And I went downstairs hotter than a firecracker. An innocent, beautiful, lovely Lily um, was decorating Hanukkah cookies because my sister got her some, like, icing and sprinkle kit to, like, do it yourself for kids. And I just, like, I grabbed a cookie and I, like, just smushed it. I was so angry. And she just started crying. And I blame Coach Lynn. Uh, you're going to end up like Bean Dad, pal. So Coach Lynn made my daughter Can I cry. Say in defense of the young kid, I still can't use a, a manual can opener. And I'm 33. I cannot use one. I cannot figure it out. It is really complicated. To ask a young kid to do that what, is who impossible. Who used a can opener? Oh, you, being, so the funny thing is, Tim, did you? Cause it was John Roderick who sent out the tweet. Do you know who John Roderick is? I do not. Okay, I'm a big fan of John Roderick. He's like a podcaster. 
and his whole shtick is like telling really long, exaggerated stories that aren't real, which this very clearly was, and it somehow like basically got cost him his job. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I don't know all the ins and outs of it. Uh, clearly, as much as you do, I just know that I find can openers to be very, very, very tricky. I do too. And I've got one final thing to say. I never called for the head of the GM. I didn't think it made sense. I thought he's done very well with the high-end draft capital. Um, I think he's a crucial man to have as we're going to try and hire this coach. He's about to hire his third effing coach, and there won't be a fourth. The fact that he's been around seven years, has two playoff wins, and he's going to get to hire a third coach, and I didn't really put him on the hot seat, means how much I do believe in the roster construction. Um, and maybe that's my own uh, naivete, I guess. Um, we good? I, I, no. I thanked John yeah. via DM. Yeah, one more minute. I thanked him via DM. That's all. Uh, Chargers then, Chargers now, Chargers forever. And in closing, we'll do all this later, Pat. But I would argue, uh, did I lose four spots in the draft I would have loved to keep? Yes. But this, this is the... We had a best-case scenario season on a realistic basis. Realistically... This team won seven games, and I developed a quarterback that I watched the tape, and I've experienced Tantra. Like Sting. <laughs> Is it happening right now? <laughs> like, I can't. I, I watch this tape, and I don't know. I, I, I've, ne I, I've never seen it. I've seen it before, but it, but it does things. So I, I thought the season was a best-case scenario. I'm telling you, there were not five, six teams that when it's all said and done, we'll say as a franchise, they're in a better place 12 months to the day of a season ending than, than the Chargers. Hands above the desk, Jeff, for <laughs> the rest still of the above. episode. I know, they're above, they're above. I'm just, just reminding you. So I'm done. I'm fired up. I feel like we won a big playoff game yesterday. I am fired up. And you can all laugh at me, and I'll give you the response you want when Jason Garrett's back for interview two. You can tune in to the Jeff Feinberg Show, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on FTNDaily.com every single Wednesday, where I'm assuming you're going to talk about the Chargers for 45 minutes? No, we'll do about like 15, and we're then we're going to get into the golf. Yeah. Golf is back. But I'll, yeah, I'll have some more things to say. I'm sure the interview requests will be out there even more. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a thankful, and I sent, I just as I, I, I sent a thank you. So I feel like this is kind of past the point of even talking about it now because it's been just kind of hammered down on every side at this point. But just very briefly, I, I do want to touch on the Eagles thing from Sunday oh, sure. night uh, just because, you know, Tim is such a – he's so wholesome at heart. A pillar of integrity. Yeah, that, you know, how, how could any team do it? Now, I think it works on two levels. I, being me, Pat Mayo – I don't give a shit whatsoever. I I would be the same guy who owned the Eagles being like, you get these fuckers out of the game. I want a better draft spot. Click, or you're fired. That would be me, owner of the Eagles. Now, that would also be me not understanding at the same time the effect that it would have on my team. Maybe they did have on that. Yeah, you're I not in the locker room. Because I think I'm not there. Like, I think that is the only real downside to it, because I don't give a shit either way. If they're trying to throw the game or they're not trying to win, it doesn't really matter to me. There's enough teams in Week 17 that don't try to win that it doesn't really bother me. But... If there is a micro result of this where you've lost some people in your locker room, although they came out, like I read reports before the game, they said they were going to do this. Like when we were trying yeah, to. The players, though, have all said today 
that they're against what uh what well, they just did. don't want to get attacked by an internet mob either like they, they, no the one's blaming the players no, no one's one blaming the players but but no one is a bigger loser in all of this than giants players being mad about it win a fucking extra game sure. Oh, yeah, we're no, six and ten. We didn't make the playoffs. How, you know, like, fuck yeah. you. And Dolphin fan, I got to give credit to Dolphin fans because I well. picked on them. This is a classy group. Brian Flores, no secrets, an excellent coach. They've handled having ten wins and not making the playoffs with absolute class. And because you they see, don't a, see you see, get a, blown out you the see a team and its fan base with six wins. The Eagles didn't know them shit. The Eagles didn't know them shit. The Eagles probably thought it was funny to keep the Giants that, out of the playoffs. And they're fucking allowed. I, like, hearing, from, all, hearing yeah. from Eagles fans, they think it's hilarious. And they got three spots uh, in the draft. Listen, if you... I understand it from your end. If it, if that's it shatters a, that's the That's a difference room. this year between Herbert and that, like, jabroni Arizona drafted. And also, Pat, why weren't the Dolphins freaking out? The Steelers bench Ben Roethlisberger! And all their TJ Watt didn't play. So congratulations. The game. Congratulations. What's the difference? Miami. They didn't play them all game. Congratulations, Miami and your fans. You handled the situation with class. You played a great season. You won 10 games. You came up short. And you acted exponentially more mature than the team and its fans who won six. You will get your turn. Uh, but I, Doug Peterson only owes the Philadelphia Eagles. You could argue Doug Peterson owes the game of football. But the game of football doesn't write his check. The game of football doesn't feed Doug Peterson. He is only in debt to one person, and that is the Eagles franchise. And if that was discussed internally by the Eagles, which it appears it does, is what they want to do, that's allowed. As our buddy Thor uh, Nystrom brought up, what does it cost to trade um, to move from nine to five in the first three rounds? To trade that to get to get the five? Think of that draft capital. It's a second round pick. It, tra- it costs you a lot if you want to move from nine to five and then do it again in the second round and do it again in the third round. I don't know. Is the system wrong? Should NFL maybe do a lottery so we can't maybe have that on week or seven? Try to, I, I can't or, even or, think of or, what or sort put of a game in prime time where, where you know the coach is going to go all out. But, 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 and it's more embarrassing because NBC flexed the game and people thought they should see it. And I feel bad for Jalen Hurts, but the Eagles don't know the giant shit. And they don't really owe Doug Peterson doesn't owe football anything. I, that's I, a weird angle, but that's where I am. So I props think, to you, Miami, and your fans and your coach. I, I think that there are two things here. One, if this game isn't in prime time and everyone's watching it, it's not a big deal whatsoever. No one really cares. And two, Tim, is there a rule that you can implement here? Because let, let's say they, because I don't think that they will. But let's say they try to go after the Eagles' pick at this point. Based How can on, they? I don't understand. There's any basis of them going to do that. But is there anything that you can put in, or do you say if there's not a legitimate winner of this game gets in the playoff game, there is no Sunday night game? Well, it was that that that's why this game was picked. There was no other option for NBC. They either had no Sunday nighter or this game. Uh, like we had a couple years ago where they didn't have a Sunday nighter because there was no independent game. So they, they really, they they were handcuffed too. Like it was this game or nothing. So I, I don't know what you can implement, but I mean, there's pack bears, Packers. No, bears, because the Packers playing that, for a one seed. Once the saints had lost, the bears had nothing to play for in that game, but the, or the Cardinals had lost. Therefore the bears no, would have had nothing to play for. No, that's, that's not true. Cause Seattle, had the Bears had, would have nothing to play for. The Bears wouldn't have any. Yeah, I suppose that's true. But if Green Bay lost, then they would have dropped the three seed, I think. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to think. Yeah, so I Green Bay would have something to play for, but Chicago wouldn't. Yeah, there's, so that, but yeah, if, you, I, if, you, if you follow, if you find yourself in this scenario, make it up to NBC somehow because it's just, it's useless. I, I, 
I, I think it's really tough. I mean, there are some years where, and you usually have it with all divisional games week 17, that there is a win and in situation. We almost had that because the Browns and Steelers <laughs> nearly became a win and in, and, and except week 16 went, went very sideways for both teams. But, uh, well, for, for Cleveland, the Jets ruined that for them. But I don't know what you implement, but I mean, you see all the time starting pitchers in baseball throw at a batter, say, oh, I didn't try to hit him. I was just, uh, hmm. I lost it. And then he got thrown out of the game, gets fined a lot of money. You know, if you find Doug Peterson a lot of money, maybe the next coach will think twice before he does it again because the league will say we don't think you were acting on the up and up. But what's a lot of it's but, one what, thing, but what's a lot of money though? I don't know. I, I'm that, not in a position to that make the that Eagles call. owner just know. isn't going to cover. I don't know. But Jeff Lurie's a team player for the league, so I don't think that he would play that game. I I, I bet you there was pressure bearing down on him because like. Jeff Lurie owes as much to his fellow owners as he owes to his franchise. He knows that he's a part of a collective. He's a part of a group. It's not just about the Eagles for him. It's about all the other owners in which he is a part of a club. And he has to make sure that his franchise every franchise isn't doing anything to jeopardize the integrity of the league. Because if you start doing that, you know, people won't start what people aren't betting on games do? like that. There's a domino effect of you can't even imagine what happens when teams start actually not trying to win football games yeah, it, 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 it becomes it becomes the nba that's not where the league wants to be no i agree right? no, listen, I, I, I don't there. like that teams are doing this but at the same no, time no I, I don't fault them for doing it yeah there, there are perverse incentives where people are so selfish that they only think about them i get that you, you mean the, the you mean the the Philadelphia Eagles looking out for the Philadelphia Eagles to increase their draft spot and give themselves potentially you, a better chance of yes. getting a great player. You think that's stupid on their part? I didn't say stupid. I would never say stupid. I think it's profoundly selfish. But human beings are self-interested and there needs to be rules, you know, that are that are laid down like we have in society that guard and channel people's natural self-interests towards positive aims. Uh, what that is in this situation, it's hard to say, but what we've got ain't it. Uh, that, that, you know, that, that last night's game was, or sorry, Sunday night's game was like on a dangerous precipice of like, what are we doing here? Now, if the Eagles were intentionally not trying to win, then why is Doug Peterson then going on a, sta- a stage and saying, oh, we were trying to win. Obviously, he knows what he did was wrong. Oh, no, there's a very clear, he- no, there's a very clear answer to that because, I just look in the same city with Sam Hankey. And Sam Hankey's like, yeah, we're trying to lose. It just didn't. And that didn't work for it, the 76ers at all. It was I a mean, flop. Maybe, maybe a complete I, and total I flop. I don't know I about that. I would argue. <laughs> if, I, what I, if they win the title this utter, year? Utter and embarrassing failure for the 70s. I don't. They, they got their guys. They have the guys that they I still have That's a handful nice. of years to win with. That's I'm nice. not saying. They're not going to win anything. But either way, That's him nice. coming out and basically saying, we're tanking. The Sixers have a better roster than had they then, tried right? to win in those years. Like today, they're yeah. better off for Yeah, because they got him so, and they got Simmons. I don't but mind. either way, he came out and they basically admitted, like, we're trying to be as bad as possible. And then you get just roasted from everyone because of that. If Peterson says, yes, we were trying to lose, it's a whole different can of worms. And no, we were trying to win. That's all you have to say. And then what, what are you going to do? It's about as it? if you he buy any of it and therefore can't admit it. Are they right? just trying to protect Wentz? Like, like Hertz leading them to a walk-off week 17 win to Wentz go is into gone, the man. off season. Wentz is gone. Wentz has to go. Well, no one might be able to take, no one might take the contract. Even Frank Wright say no chance. It'd be like, I, I put it this way. If you had it, because they're two guys from the same draft, they have two basically untradeable contracts. Insane, right, yeah. w- would you want Wentz or would you want Goff? Wentz. I Wentz, would take Wentz, Wentz a like million 90 percent. out of a not, yeah, but if Wentz, out of 100. But, it, but if Wentz is a toxic 
character in that locker room. Like we've seen in the NFL in the past where people just go home. We just can't have you here anymore. doesn't matter what it costs. But anymore, were right? there were there reports that Wentz was a toxic presence? Or just he wasn't getting along with Peter? So talk to me. Talk to me and stop. So what do you want to talk and about? Did he today? write a book that said, like, I'm a genius or something, too? That's kind of turn people off i mean you can call your book certain things and then that will come out like i own the uh the rocks book know your role and shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs> okay uh yeah tim what's your topic jeff talked about how yesterday was like a great day for him and his franchise well january 1st was that day oh for me God. because in the sugar bowl i got to see a glimpse of the future and what verified for me that what i was seeing was good was that it was it was the talk of Twitter during the national semifinal championship game? The Jets were trending on Twitter, and like we were the topic of discussion on Twitter for the second half because Fields looked like a world beater. He, he looked unstoppable. Now it's one game, so you Granted, didn't. So you didn't watch the Northwestern game or the Indiana. I watched game. the. You can shoot arrows all you want. No, it's just no, the first time you see the guy, and he has the best game of his career. And now like, I am now so you're sold. Like, I, I have think been watching how much film have you watched? But YouTube clips. Well, you watched YouTube nothing clips of him throwing like deep balls. Do you watch any nothing of like but, the negative ones though? Because I remember last year, I was like, okay, I've seen good. Now, like, I want to find the people telling you me this. We're not there that? yet. We're not there yet. Tim does. Anyway, <laughs> all these people who two weeks ago set their hair on fire to be seen setting their hair on fire. <laughs> Pretend like the New York Jets had done the greatest crime to themselves in the history of the world by winning football games and costing themselves to say to Trevor Lawrence, uh, Fields looks like he might be a guy too. And my point two weeks ago and this point now is that nobody knows anything about anybody. And so don't try to like prognosticate too far into the future about what pick one versus pick two may be. You're Urban always Meyer prognosticating to too far into the future. Yeah, that's Just all you do. Record, that's all you do. I do it too, Urban but that's Myers all you do. Gets hired by Jacksonville. Maybe he wants Fields. I don't know. Maybe he wants Lawrence. Maybe he wants Fields. I don't know that there's that from what I saw, and they played each other twice. Once, Lawrence won in part because the Ohio State's best player got thrown out for targeting, and that game changed on them two years ago, or last year, this year. Fields went toe-to-toe with him and blew him out. Similarly, the way Burrow last year went toe-to-toe with Lawrence and blew him out. Seems like there's a trend uh, being set here. So Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence, no good. A guy the Jets might draft, the best quarterback ever. Is what I mean. Can you rank? No good. Sorry, so Fields is better than Lawrence? I didn't say that. So rank the the quarterbacks. Rank your rankings. Last year's class and this year's class together. I mean – Right now, I would take first overall Lawrence Dell. You have to. But Fields looks like every bit the star. Would you rather Burrow or Fields? Burrow, but he is coming off that knee injury. On knee injury, it's Burrow over any quarterback over the last two years. Not close. Herbert or Fields? Right now, because he's got the injury, give me Fields. Tua or Fields? Herbert has an injury? Herbert or Fields? Oh, no. Oh, I... I would take Fields. I know you love to, uh, Herbert. I was reading some very negative things about Herbert on the Twitters this week about how he wasn't very good, and uh, I saw you got back and forth about it. Oh, but- oh my God! The most <laughs> crazy person was telling me Herbert wasn't good in a conversation <laughs> I didn't even bring up Herbert. Oh, that was good times. My, my point is, we have the second most cap room going into next season. 
a draft pick that could Tim, very well hold, hold on stop 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 you have the most cap room every year you bring this up every year and there they sign the absolute biggest help. fucking losers on earth I, I get it but there are there are free agents to be had we have that number two overall pick plus the seattle pick we have we're, you know our cupboard is stocked i like the situation a great opportunity to hire a really smart coach we're interviewing bianami uh, this week we're interviewing uh uh, Dayball, like we have some great coaches that we're looking at. Matt Campbell too. I think it could be pretty good. Ma- There's like lots him. of guys that we're looking yeah. at. The Jets are very, very particularly since I think Jacksonville's off the board because it looks like Urban Meyer's going there. You know, we become a very attractive uh, place to go. The Chargers are too, but they don't quite have the picks we have. But they have the the QB already in place. Uh, See, they, they, uh, but, we don't have the picks. We have the defensive end, the wide receiver, and you don't have the pressure. You there's know, no pressure going well, to LA. You're kind whereas of right. there's yeah. a the, ton of pressure going into New York, but. We have the pieces set up. I wanted to say this more plays for the way show he next played. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we I'll postpone be, it. But what? What I? But, d- d- I mean, just you. You like Fields because you saw him play for 15 minutes and he looked really good. We we get it. We know how you react to these things. Um, what if he gets blown out? What if he's horrible in the national championship game? I would be shocked because Alabama's but, defense is. What, what if he? Have you seen he, a single clip from Northwestern or the Indiana game? I watched the highlights of the Indiana game, and I watched the highlights of the Northwestern game. No, I'm, I'm not a, like a loyal Ohio State okay. football watcher. What, what guilty I, is charged. What I was going to say is, like, they, I think there's a very like, – they have no picks in, like, their overall roster. Not great. But they do have Deshaun Watson. I think that Houston is a intriguing coaching spot just because sure they have Watson. Is. Yeah, people are really poo-pooing on it. The cap situation and the picks have really made people poo-poo on it. Um, yeah, you have Watson, so go. I don't think it's bad. People seem to think that's the favorite for BNME, but I can see. I that. guess that's something you said. I, I, I think so, I love to go there. Yeah. I actually I think Salah is a best fit in Houston. Like improve that defense, and then Watson can carry your offense. Salah is the only defensive guy I want. I do want to defend him and say. I do like the situation there. I think it's yeah because you like the Jets. You're you're on record as like the Jets I, are my second think, favorite team. I think that the that um there aren't really a ton of bad contracts. They have cap room. They have some strong pieces. They have a lot of draft equity. I think it's a nice job. I'm fearful that I will lose if the Chargers even want Brian Dable. I'm fearful I could lose him to the Jets. Simply for his desire to be, which I know nothing about, like wanting to be a New Jersey, New York State guy, LA. I mean, look at him. He doesn't really look like an LA guy. What is that? You get to coach the Chargers. No one will care about it. Okay, exactly. Uh, But it's a thing. Like even going outside, he just seems like a hoodie and a sweatshirt. And I'm worried he wants to be local, stay close to his parents or something in East Amherst and move to Jersey. So I'm afraid the Jets situation is enticing enough to take the coach that I want, the cap room, the draft pick. Team should be excited. Fields put on his show. I think he's a too excited. because If think he plays like this in the national championship game, uh, there's no holding me back. I'm just <laughs> warning people now. I, I'm going to have him number one. What, can I ask you a question? I'm going to have him number one. Here's the fun one. Because, I mean, Ohio State quarterbacks, what? notoriously bad. No, I, and that is irrelevant. I know that people will make a point about that, but, like, each one is completely different. They play for different coaches, different yeah, teams. Look at Herbert and Oregon. Yeah. Like, Doesn't it's just, it's, it's really stupid. But I can't wait for him to be, like, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> 
I am sure. And then like that. Why would, that, that why be, would you wish that on me? That why be, would you wish? Because it's hilarious. They, they, all I want is for Fields to win the national championship. You to proclaim him better than Trevor Lawrence. Jets take Fields. He's awful. And then this BYU guy who gets picked at like fourteen is going to be great. Why would you wish that? Because <laughs> I think why that's hilarious. Wish, I also I earned success. No. No, because you're a giant coward, and all you do is fucking whine about everything, and then claim that bad things are good all the time to dilute yourself into trying to be happy, which you're not. And, be the, and somehow it'll be the league office's fault Fred, that the Jets are, are still um, in wasteland. I'm Tim, not I, way- I, want, I want Hugh Jackson to be the next New York Jets head coach. That's my pick. <laughs> I want to ask very- Tim a question. Because the way he's like, if Fields does this in the national championship, there'll be no stopping him. Him being no, Tim. No, none. None. Tim, we've sat here. It's been 17 weeks. Set 15 of them. I got to watch someone play. What on earth would you... If, if Fields would make you lose your mind by looking great in the national championship, what would you be doing if you had Herbert and he just played those 15 games for you? Cartwheels. You can't do a cartwheel, though. Yeah, I'm like, but anyway, uh, I'd be delighted, Jeff. You have a court, you have a guy who can clearly play. My fear is that he needs to have the right coach to prevent regression, because you you see this all the time that a guy in his rookie year has all the potential, but the wrong coaching staff gets around him and he doesn't take the yeah. Next that's step. why I don't want this him picking his coach like Baker did, and that's how you get yeah. Freddie Kitchens. Maybe Freddie Kitchens could be the Jets coach. <laughs> and on top of all that, you're you're absolutely right. There could be regression. But I'm excited for a kid who loves football. Who, who, Pat? I know there are variables that you say mean dog shit, and I do agree. You think that because you like Herbert and you think that he likes football? Quotes, just like that guy in our. No, no, no. That's not where I'm going. But you're kind of close. I believe when you have a skill and a passion and a, a proven deep intelligence, that helps. He. It's almost like Anthony Lynn and Oregon were too stupid for him. Like, they're not feeding him enough, so he wants to take it all in. No, this is – I'm just saying, wait, there, there's, a, there's an ability to learn. There's an ability to learn here. That, that is absolutely proven. Genius. So I'm excited. Mensa member, Justin Herbert. This guy didn't take fucking communications and be a Dean's List major with a communications. Mm-hmm. So he's the new Toby Gerhardt? No, I'm saying it's just an added variable on top of the effortless arm strength, effortless mobility – Effortless accuracy. We'll see in 2021. You're going to be real bummed when they like lose to the Raiders twice, aren't you? It might be. It depends how they lose. 2021 could be good years for the people on this show. Could be good. You guys say I this, think 2020. You guys say this no, every year. 2020 was honestly, realistically, the best case scenario for the Chargers. How could it have gone better based on what you thought they were 12 months ago? Well, they could have won those four games that they just absolutely blew and been in the playoffs. And then Anthony Lynn is their coach and they suck and this this death situation happens a year later than it did yesterday. You wouldn't want the Chargers to be in the playoffs right now. I would want the Chargers to be in the playoffs, but I feel I'm as... If the Titans lose their first game, if the Bills lose their first game, if the Ravens lose their first game... I swear to you, and you can name more teams, I will be happier exponentially than all those fans, like, on how their season went. As weird as that is, that's, like, the truth. You could say I'm a fucking loser apologist. I wouldn't say that. I I, I say you sound like those people in a relationship that uh, they're in a bad relationship, but they just justify staying around. This is what you sound like. Well, we're in a great place. Then in the year, after counseling, we've really improved. 
usually it doesn't work out that way. We've if you don't can't acknowledge year to year this franchise um, is much closer to having it. Then, then we're we're, we're we watch different games with different endpoints. Jeff is right. Help is here for him, and help is on the way for me. We have reasons. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's on the way. If he if he beats Alabama on Monday night, I'm just telling you. He beats Alabama. Me too. Wild horses. Wild horses. Like I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to say or what I'm going to (laughs) predict. But I'm just saying I don't know how I'm going to be able to stop myself. I know myself too well. I'll be too hyped. And that's how he's acting about these college games. I just got 15, 14 games of air show because that Patriots game was a kick in the nuts, but we rebounded. But it was good. It was good that before that Patriots game, we had like eight games of really good tape that I could be like, okay, let's just breathe. We're fine. Unlike other people. Baltimore and Tennessee kicks off Sunday. Tennessee is a three-point dog at home against the Ravens. 55 is the over-under. I saw... That since Tannehill has taken over as the Titans starter, the over is hitting like 85% of the games. I know I'm I'm scared of Baltimore for what their overall potential is. Bad matchup, though. Tennessee getting points at home. You can find this three and a half in some places. Give me Tennessee. Okay, I like Baltimore, but it's a bad matchup. It is a bad matchup. I'm um simply because how can you rake Tennessee over the Coles? Good passing, accurate passing, take advantage of that secondary. They're very good against the run, and they're disciplined. So you are concerned that they will just say, Lamar, throw passes to the outside, beat us, um, as long as they're not like playing with the lead and comfortable. And if they get behind like last year, it's Derrick Henry and his trouble. So I think it's a bad matchup. But I am picking Harbaugh and these Ravens to just answer a bell. And in the playoff game, I think the Sunday night, I'm excited for a lot of these games. The Rams Seahawks game is the and the Chicago New Orleans game is the only games I'm not like really excited for. This is a fun one too if Baltimore ends up winning because Baltimore is a weird matchup for the Chiefs. They're, I like it. I'm they're excited. a team with a wonky. We saw that game earlier this year. Oh yeah, and, and someone put out a tweet. No, like, fair enough. But the, those games over the past like three years, I think Kansas City close. they have been close. Be- it, yeah. But that's the way that you can beat. That's on paper. I mean, very few. Teams. So why can't Tennessee beat? KC then I think the defense is better on because Tennessee's oh, their secondary, secondary suck you're right sorry yeah. Yeah. So bad. like Kansas City's just gonna be, well didn't Tennessee and get Andy up Reed, like 24 yeah. nothing on them last year and Andy like, Reid yeah, sure. and Andy Reid wouldn't even waste a moment running no like oh your secondary sucks boop um I I agree with lots of what you what you said I am super excited for this game I I think I'm going to feel bad for Lamar if they lose again, because I like Lamar, but this is just a bad look at this point if he keeps getting knocked out in the first round. Yeah, but this is the first, well, I guess the other, last year was bad because it was the MVP and they were big home favorites. They're homes in the other, this is the first time they're on the road. The problem is they're the favorite. You'd love getting three points, I guess, with Baltimore and Vegas thinking they're even, but obviously... Vegas is expecting people to want to bet Lamar. Lamar, Yeah, I I guess so. I was was really surprised. I thought Tennessee would most definitely be favored here. But they're not. Just, you know, I don't know, Tannehill and his Mahomesian stat lines. Tannehill's good. That's the quarterback he should want. Should have just signed Tannehill and used the sixth overall pick on someone. Buddy, talk to the team that let him go. I know, that's bad news. I saw Pizzola put out my fake trade. He theorized about my fake trade last uh, on Twitter. Oh. That I threw it last week. The the Texans get their pick back plus Tua 
for Deshaun Watson. Well, the J- the Jets in theory could do the same thing. I, I mean, trade they don't for, exactly. Trade for, have, no, I, I've already heard that Fields is the greatest quarterback. They don't of exactly time. have the level of Dolphin capital, but they have enough where they actually they do. They can make it up easy. They're missing. Yeah, no, no. The Jets could do it too. Yeah, send Darnold in the second pick for Watson. There are people that I do sometimes respect their opinion that do believe it's a real option in Houston. While what I mean, they. The fans would lose their mind, though. But it is a real option. It, it could get them out of some cap hell and replenish the draft picks. But I, I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't do it if I was Houston. He's I think being that's consulted he's on amazing. the coach. Like, yeah, he's it's, literally it's, being brought in to help pick sure, the that, coach. Houston's stupid. The Texans are a stupid organization. You know Aren't what, Tim? being run by a priest right now or something? Yeah, some weird <laughs> expatriate chaplain runs the Texans. Yeah, like, like a priest or something. Yeah. It's an amazing, like, really long-winded ESPN article, but I it's read great. it, and it's fascinating and creepy what's going on inside the Texans organization. Tim, I apologize earlier for saying that I hope that Hugh Jackson is the coach of the Jets. I hope Bill O'Brien is the coach of the Jets. I hope Anthony well, That's another very sweet thing for you to say. Oh, my God. Imagine and how his wife that could would get be. her job back at the New York TV station. Bill O'Brien's wife? No, Anthony Lynn. Oh. And he gets to be the coach of the Jets. You taking the Ravens or the Titans? This is the game that's not on the teaser because I go back and forth. I'm going to go with the Ravens only because I think Lamar is going to be able to throw those deep passes that he hasn't thrown the last couple of years. I think he's going to play a little more loose than he's played the last couple of years. This game's not at home. It's in Nashville. Uh, you know, they're they're on the road. They They've been playing better ball the last ever since that weird game that was canceled on Thanksgiving. They haven't lost, uh, including uh, a great primetime game against the Browns. They're, they're playing better ball. Uh, the Titans were terrible against the Packers, could barely hold it together against the Texans. I don't know. I, I feel like that we've seen the Titans' best football. The Ravens, kind of like Tampa in the NFC, the Ravens are, are like cresting at the right time. Feel the same way about Baltimore. I'm going to play Baltimore here. Jeff, do you think that the Titans are a bad team? No. Then why would Baltimore no. beat them? Well, because Baltimore, I mean, Baltimore has doesn't good. beat good teams. Oh, I'm they, not. Yeah, well, Baltimore's looked so great since they lost to the Steelers after the COVID. They they train they ran train over the Cowboys, the Browns, the Jags, and the Giants. Tennessee's well, flawed Browns, though. That if Lamar can throw accuracy accurately and get them over the top. I don't know. I'm just banking. I'm betting on the team that lost the playoff game last year to win this game. I don't like what the rotation is. What do you think the Ravens' best win this year is? I don't know, but someone around someone game on Monday night. So the Browns are the best team that Baltimore has beat. Someone around New Year's, they beat the Colts twenty-four to ten, and they beat Washington. Those are probably the three best wins. Someone around New Year's, Cleveland Week One, put out a tweet saying, "What's the worst bet you made in 2020?" And while I'm sure you could like. We could take a consortium some, we could of find some golfers, a Finau and or Fowler bets I made, but you know those are against 140 guys at plus money. So you know those are expected to lose the second you walk off the lot with them and hit submit. The worst bet I think I made in 2020 was Baltimore against Kansas City in that Monday <laughs> nighter this year. Um, yeah. And I think Kansas City stopped trying after that game, just knowing, okay, we just realized again we're as good as we were last year, and we can do whatever we want. Put it on cruise control. Uh, Bears and Saints. Boring. Minus 10 is the line. 47.5 is the over-under. I will be taking New Orleans. Minus 10. The big thing 
and I think I said it six weeks ago when everyone was, remember when everyone was real down on the Saints for a while? Not my- you know what's looked really good and might be the best in the league at this point? The Saints, Saints defense. defense. <laughs> like, it's fucking incredible. That little wiener's going to get interviews. Oh, he should. Dennis Allen. He looks like my friend who we call Little Hot Dog. <laughs> like, he's a doppelganger of my friend. Critical. And we call I'm my friend a little wiener, so. Critical you, of New Orleans. And I still think they have problems. And, yeah, you uh, can't wait for Tampa to train them next week. But that's I think not Tampa happening. will beat them next week. Uh, but let's face the matter squarely. I'm glad for Saints fans that they get off the mats in the playoffs with a big win. They can't oh my god, lose. Tim! <laughs> they can't. Tim, lose the third year they in can't. a row, you said they can't lose, and they've lost all the other games. They can't lose to Mitch Trubisky. They can't. And this is like the fourth year now because there was the game against the Vikings, then there was the Rams game, then there was the other Vikings game, and now this. But not this time. They are not going to lose at the dome at home in the playoffs against Mitchell Trubisky, who cannot play, and a Bears team that does oftentimes struggle to score. Kamara should be back. The Saints should be at full strength. I I, I, I absolutely adore New Orleans here. Okay. Adore, adore, adore. Tease them down. Make them the central part of all your teasers and oh all your parlays. They can't lose this game. They can lose other games, but the Bears are by far the worst team in the playoffs. They're a terrible – they're not terrible. They're a bad team. The Saints – are a very good team. I don't think th- I, I don't think they're laying enough. I think this game ought to be 14, but it's the playoffs, so they're not going to give you 14. You have to only take 10 because they were just a- anyway. Love, love, love New Orleans here. Saints fans, you get a playoff win. I feel good for you. It's going to go badly. I think next week or the week after, but this week relish it because you're going to get your W. I'm scared for them, but I agree with Tim. I agree with him too. But <laughs> Tim should like watch his back. If the Saints lose this game. So I, Tim, Saints fans might be mad enough at him and the curse at this point, year after year after year. They might just come murder him. Tim better not just walk down Bourbon Street. Someone's going to, like, knock him out with a bottle. Well, someone did, a- yeah. someone did ask me on Twitter earlier today that if Tim is actually the most dangerous man in the world, because he can just kill people with words. He kills the Saints season every single year with just words. Sean Connery, R.I.P. Control X guy, R.I.P. Wasn't there another Bond that he killed? He killed Roger Moore years back. He also killed that other guy, John B. Anderson. He just does it with words. So New Orleans, round of New Orleans for us. The coin is taking Chicago, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. Oh, I did want to say about the Camara thing. Did they intentionally put this game on Sunday so he could play, or is that just the way that it fell? I the was, Saints and Bears yeah, were yeah. always going to get the marquee time slot, and this is the marquee time slot, the the late afternoon Sunday time slot, America's game of the week time. They were no, the, the, the marquee the- time slot is actually the Sunday night game. It's just they're not. Isn't it always Sunday afternoon? Isn't that always the biggest it NFL? Is you, mean, it, you mean like ratings-wise? It is both. It no, is- no sun, there's no game that compares on a weekly basis to Sunday night football. It's no, it is. Close. It's the highest-watched TV show there is. 100%. But the league loves that that 4 o'clock Sunday. It's kind of like, uh, you know, Sunday's considered it, a lazy day. It's, people it's a are very home. highly rated game. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah, it's no, not, people are Sunday home, night is a different Sunday piece. at dinner. It's like that same time big golf tournaments are ending. Like, we're, we want, like, you at dinner with the game on, sort of. It's the Dallas Cowboys slot. That's yeah, how I think yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's it's the fair. NFC East slot. And, and you can even see that, like, CBS basically boxes 
boxes out. They'll they'll take some like nice games yeah. at some point during the year. But if like it's a marquee matchup, oh, they they they're they, just like they no, can char- see Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. <laughs> Atlanta. Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Gotta Uh, say, though, I loved my Spiro Didis, Adam Archuleta, and then this week I got someone else who's, like, low pro. We used to call Archuleta Leatherface. The the D teams are so much better than the B announced teams. Oh, I agree. Like, the James Lofton, Mark Schlereth are fucking horrendous and painful, but your Archuletas and your, um, damn, who did I get last week? Was it, was it was just great. Oh no, Chris Myers like the F team. He gets like the two worst teams. The B year. the B crews are the worst. They're the worst. They're like seniority garbage. Um, I don't know what we're talking People about. Like I got nothing Boomer to this say. week. I thought Boomer was awful. You mean Boomer? Isay Isal? Did you say? Uh, well, I thought Pat wouldn't awful. care, but but Boomer Boomer took it from Canada because he made a CFL joke. Well, that's not what bothered me. I just felt like he had yeah, no exactly. Oh, Oh, you mean the guy from the CFL ha- is having trouble against Aaron Donald? <laughs> Big shocker. Yeah, really. Shocker. I just thought, he had, no, I just thought like, he had no energy. Low energy boomer. Low energy boomer. Low energy boomer says very mean things about Canada. Sad. No, but he, re- <laughs> he replaces Romo, who's like a modern day Madden with like <laughs> some jumping around the booth oh, yeah. with excitement. You know who else pissed off Canada yeah. a couple weeks ago? Cares. When Collinsworth said he didn't know, uh, that he Niagara didn't know Falls Toronto was, was Toronto. like, yeah, Niagara. Falls. He didn't know Toronto was like next door when they were in Buffalo for a Thursday nighter. Not shocking. Yeah, I guess people were just like, oh no, he didn't. <laughs> you know, know who knows? You know who knows that stuff? Canadians. Yeah. Uh, sorry, maybe it was he didn't know Niagara Falls was so close to Buffalo. I don't know, but it was something triggered. Well, like he, Canada he, Twitter. He probably Twitter. got like caught on Whirlpool Lane, Tim. He just went around in circles for hours. The only street. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, fu- I hate that. Paul, I think the I think the thing that triggered people, and it's it's ridiculous, but I think there's like a there's a tower. I guess in Niagara Falls, like a look and he tower. called it the CN Tower, but uh, it's like it's not the no, CN. It's tower. like a viewing tower. You go up a little, yeah. get an aerial view of, Great. of this shit. Let me let me I throw mean, it out here. A, as a Canadian, I don't care. No rational. It's people such got a mad. gross place, too. Niagara, Niagara Canadian side, very nice, very classy. Yeah, I really Many like people that. say Jeff outside very of classy. the Sundowner. Like Niagara is useless. There's a lot of no, Niagara, vineyards. Canada's a lot of fun. There's lots of like cool restaurants. There's a Ripley's Museum, oh, the Skyline Tower. It's literally nice disgusting. Going. It's these it's a tourist trap. trap museums. Like everything that's in a and, like, tourist fudge place shops. Is there. And but it's it like knows three what it blocks is. of like sh- fudge but you got sh- casinos. Yeah, there. Listen, there's a <laughs> casino. It knows and the- what it is. When we're like, when we've sort of, oh, we have a lot of friends that got married and we like did Vegas. We're not doing Vegas again because it's expensive and whatever. Montreal. Uh, we love Montreal, but so we just want to do like a nighter and a half. Yeah. You can drive there. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We drive there in like an hour and it's casino and sundowner and I would and go Niagara to like a vineyard Falls. and just get wine boozed all day. Yeah. I mean, Niagara Falls is to Toronto. What a good golf what Atlantic actually, City Niagara is to too. New York City. That what is? Niagara Falls is to Toronto what Atlantic City is to New York City. It's true, and when the light, when in daytime you see how dumpy it is. No, too. well, no. As I, <laughs> I, I think I'm the only person here who's been to both. Have you guys been to Atlantic City? Not, don't I ever, don't ever go to Atlantic City. It's it a is dump, a yeah. fucking dump. It looks it. <laughs> even even Boardwalk and Park Place. I I don't know if it's dangerous or not, but it seems dangerous when you're walking around. Is 
the way that I would kind of describe it. It just seems very seedy. Like the way that Vegas is portrayed in movies in like the late 60s and 70s, like a seedy place like gangsters around or you might like get shanked or, you know, like if you were in Vegas right now, there's no chance of like a security guard like coming hauling you out back and like beating you up. They're all owned by like fucking corporations. Yeah. It's probably the exact same thing in Atlantic protect- City, but it's so like old and run down. It feels like that could happen. Yeah. And also Vegas is at the point like if something happened to it, like, if something happened to a tourist, they it would, would be like you. an FBI like would be brought in because it is the lifeblood of you come here and we will keep you like safe. Yeah. Essentially. That is our lifeblood. Come, lose all your money. Yeah. Um can't wait to go back. I think I'm going back in October. Raiders schedule that game. I will. Let's go. And if you do go to Niagara, as Tim and I can test, if you are a smoker, you might want to go to the American side and go to Seneca <laughs> Casino instead of like the real fancy ones on the Canadian side. You just hack darts in there all day. Can't do that on the Canadian side. That's true. Yeah, Niagara Falls, New York is nothing compared to Niagara Falls, Ontario. Cleveland and Pittsburgh. What is going on with Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's favored by six right now at DraftKings Sportsbook as we record this. I don't know what this ends up going to. 47 is the over-under. So here's what we know as of this filming. Stefanski, he's out. He's not coaching. He's got the COVIDs. Kaderil Hodge is out, who actually played really well for them last week. He was an important part of their offense in the passing game. He's been good. Uh, He's basically been better than Rashard Higgins has been when he's been playing, but he got hurt. Now he's on the COVID list. Or he, he has COVID. Their left hat or the left guard also has COVID. And they've put like 10 guys on the COVID list. And Tim, you've told me that as long as they don't test positive, they can play in this game. Like Jarvis Landry's yeah, on who, that list. People who don't test positive, as I understand it, and, uh, you know, contratation is done, they can come off the list and play. Uh, it's people who have contracted the virus that at least 10 days they cannot play. That's how... I understand the rules. Now, because this happened on a Tuesday, when did the Latavius Murray, because the Saints lost all their running backs last week. Is that because that happened on like a Thursday or something? Yeah, it feels like that happened later. We would have talked about that on the show in some depth that it happened on a Tuesday. So True. I, I, I think it happened probably on a Thursday. Yeah, it's probably fair to surmise. Mike, Evan, Mike Evans not practicing, by the way. Why should he? He should not take a snap till game time. That would be foolish. Stefan Diggs. Limited. Cole Beasley, not practicing. Dolphins GM, Tua, is our starter. Sure. <laughs> I like hearing that. No, they're they're pretty much saying... Me too. I don't I'd know like if to see the Jets win up, a couple of games next year. I don't know if they're drumming up, like, call us for the draft pick. But yeah, they, they are pretty much trying to send the bat signal out to football fan, to other teams. We're good. We drafted this guy fifth. We... We didn't see everything we wanted to see, but we didn't see anything to make us think well, we need we need to not, redo. Okay, I know some full, Dolphins full, fans. Full, full stop on two. Let's get back to Cleveland and Pittsburgh. We can do two after. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want Paul's take on him because he watched like fifty six dropbacks on the weekend. Oh, Paul just said he's trash. Okay, <laughs> that was that was the review on two. <laughs> um, coin is going with Pittsburgh. This could be my super lock. Are you that? Tease the Browns down. Tease the Steelers down. I I am that confident. I think everything is working against Pittsburgh, against the Browns. And as much as it's easy to make, you know, it's unfair to maybe pick on Wolford making his first playoff start. The stat literally screams, sorry, sorry, Uncle Baker. Like, versus versus this Pittsburgh D, if they're healthy, and that Cleveland O-line's in trouble. Cleveland deserved to make the playoffs and not have to run into their, like, big brother. Like, 
maybe get some wind sure. under their sails. So I, I hate the situation for Cleveland. Here's here's my reasoning behind me taking the points with Cleveland. Everyone likes Pittsburgh. Everyone likes Pittsburgh, and when you lose money, when Tim curses New Orleans and Chicago ends up winning that game, and everyone loses money, everyone the last game of the day they're going to chase all their money yeah, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this game is not staying at six, especially if there's more COVID news. No head coach. The Steelers are good, but they're not that good. They could win by four, and it might not even be a close game. Like this, These are two teams. All Cleveland's going to do is put its head down and run the ball the entire game, and Pittsburgh is just going to try to play some good defense and stay ahead by a touchdown the entire time. Like, Would you be shocked if this game broke seven points, like it got through the seven-point barrier at some point? Like only if a big-name guy gets pulled out. Yeah, J.J. Watt strip way. sack because he sacks no, like two and a half a game. And Baker's no, no, bad under the no, no, I mean the I mean the line. The line's at six right now. Oh, does it get to seven? Can you see it going through? Because yeah. if it gets through yeah. seven, it's all, all bets are off. So you've just yeah, made like a Nick great... Chubb can't play because of COVID-19, for example. Th- that type of thing is the sort of thing that could drive it through seven. You just made a great point, Six Pat. and a half. And I'm honestly, for, for a betting show with something I should have thought of beforehand, this is a six-game NFL slate, four games, six games, same shit. These games are the action the NFL takes on these playoff games is to the moon. These games are every NFL game, whether it be week one through 17, they're capped pretty hardcore. These games are capped hardcore with an asterisk, like by these houses. And yeah, I would be afraid with the public pounding Pittsburgh going into that game with people trying to recoup their playoff L's. But I'm picking Pittsburgh. I mean, the world is going to have a Saints. Steelers parlay teaser. in the same way that they're going to have teaser. a Buccaneers. Uh, yeah, teasers. In the same way they're going to have a Buccaneers and Bills teaser. Go make that Buccaneers one. I think that one gets spoiled. I, just, well, I guess the teaser's fine, yeah. The Washington-Tampa teaser, I think, is safe on either side. I think Washington... I'm betting Washington money line. I'll, t- I'll play the 8.5, but I'll bet the plus 350 as well. Would the league let Brady lose? Like, wouldn't they make a rule... Home Tampa Super Bowl. Oh, well, they let Brady year. lose in the first round last year, if I remember correctly. <laughs> You're still. Are you going to like tweet the anniversary of that next week or this week or something? See, this is what I mean when I say you're a whiner and you're a sad person. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm pointing to. Except that I have rewatched <laughs> the highlights of that game. No lie, twenty five times. You're so live. weird. It makes me so happy to know that his last pass is a. Is Patriot. it like saved on your it was PVR? Was an intercept? Is an interception touchdown? Is it- no. One of the great things the NFL does is they put out a very well curated highlight pack it's for true, every single game that's played. They do. They it's do. like very top notch. I'm production. shocked you know how to and find it. To yeah, yeah. You just type in Patriots Titans enter into the YouTube and boom, there it right. is. He goes to <laughs> ask Jeeves, "Where can I find the clip of this game?" Anyway, they, they do a great job with a lot of these uh, games, particularly the last three or four years. I've watched those highlights. If there's a million views, I've got to be like 400,000 of them because it just brings me such joy <laughs> to see them fall flat on their face for the last time. And to see them go 7-9 and nine this year, what a pity. It's too, it's too bad that there wasn't an 18th game so they could go 7-10. and 10. Like your super lock record. They didn't yeah, accomplish enough. Way. They didn't accomplish enough, eh? You're, you're like victory lapping this. Yeah. Six Super Bowls. They suck. It's over. I always knew it was going to happen, and well, I you, always said you I always would relish it. it when it did. Yeah, but it just makes you seem pathetic. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. It brings me such 
joy. Imagine them rooting for a team and living the life of Tim, being so sad that this is what brings you happiness. Will this be me in like 14 years when the Chiefs went to like eight Super Bowls? Yeah. And Mahomes is now playing for Tampa, and I am like, like relishing them going eight and eight and missing. Yeah. The what a bunch of losers! <laughs> Not like the Chargers, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and all those lifelong Patriots fans. There was a great people who don't have Boston cable would not have seen this. But after the Sunday night game, NBC went to its local package and they were doing interviews with like fans around Boston. Oh, they're just about the Patriots. Yeah. And several of them are like, well, you know, I kind of checked out on this year because they didn't uh, do very well to start. It's like, of course, every single one of you Boston fans are bandwagoners. You were like that with the Red Sox. You're like that with the Patriots. You are, you know, theirs is a fandom of plenty. Of the full stomach. I assume they're uh, loyal. They're going great. To be honest. They're the great fans. As soon as the tough get going, uh, the, the, you know, the people run away from them. That's, that's how Boston fans happen to be. They've been spoiled, which is why they have so many fans. But when, when the rubber meets the road, a lot of them just shrug their shoulders and say, oh, well, it doesn't really matter. And I wasn't really into this year anyway. Uh, couldn't happen to a nice. Tim fan. will tell you that I, kid I, who I, was. I would actually highly disagree. The, yeah. bo- the actual loyal, Boston people. Aren't the same. The Patriots just built up such a national following of fans because they were good that those people are all gone. The actual Boston people, they fucking live and die for this shit. And I think just like we make fun of like insane people in every fan base, like myself or Tim reading the Reddit, the like the Patriot fans that like some mainstream media guys like to rant on that are like dissing Bill Belichick, those are like the insane people. Yeah, they're the Tim of Boston. Yeah, they're like, like, I don't believe. 98% of Patriot fans are insulting or want anything gone with Belichick. They're like fully self-aware of what happened this year. Um, Yeah. And the, uh, the crazies that are like clickbaited sound bites are, I think are just, of course are just that. I I assume that the Patriots fandom on a national scale and like the bandwagon people who live, I don't know, or like very casual football fans and jumped on the Patriots because they were good for 15 years is probably a lot akin to how you ended up with so many like quote unquote 49ers fans throughout the 80s and early 90s. 100%. But Tim is telling you that that famous like, I don't know if he's not famous, but there's like a famous meme of some like 12 year old kid at a sign with a parade saying this is my like 11th parade and it's like Celtics, Patriots. Yeah, it's just him being jealous again. Tim will tell you that kid who's like 17 now doesn't even watch sports anymore. (laughs) Doesn't even watch sports. I guarantee you he's far more interested in what the Celtics are up to by October than the Patriots because the Patriots are having a down year. But I think he's still watching the games for four hours on Sunday. Maybe. I don't know. Like I said, I think Boston fan sports outside of like them, because there's always some true believers. No one disputes that people who've, you know, live and born and you know, will die in Boston or the area. Of course, yeah. there's always those people, but, but they I'm don't need to like sweat the small general, stuff. The, like red, us the, red, losers. the Red Sox didn't win for a hundred years selling out games every single time. As a general rule, Boston sports fans, like I said, are the sports fan of the, of the full stomach uh, are, are there when the going is good. So they're like Braves fans in the nineties. You're saying I don't, I don't believe that to be true by the way. I kind of disagree. I see them as a loyal group. They've just had a lot of success. Paul, are New Jersey sports fans like <laughs> all whiners, or is it just Tim and the players on the Giants? <laughs> I don't have to respond to that. <laughs> That'll do it. 
Pat Mayo experience. Shortest show of the year. Six games. Well, we only had six games. That usually doesn't stop us. We got a majors preview coming out tomorrow, the three of us. We got some nice future bets in there. 150, 250 to one is my longest shot one. That'll be a fun so one. So do you, like, who do you think wins the Super Bowl? It's just KC versus the field? I have KC versus New Orleans, I think was my preseason pick. Yeah. Not exciting by any means. I mean, that is a fun, yeah. that's a fun clash of be- teams right now, just with New Orleans defense playing so good. I think if I had to pick it right now, like, I'm, who do you think poses the, the quick answer is the Bills. To who poses the biggest threat to Kansas City? in the postseason the Packers too maybe no no I mean in the AFC is it the Bills because I think the Ravens might actually be the answer I think they are the best equipped team to play it's going to be hard to play Casey in a three-point game and I feel like Baltimore- I'll put my cards on the table here if the Colts win they get the Chiefs next week oh boy if the Colts have found the magic formula to beat the Bills the Colts can absolutely beat the Chiefs as well you stay if the Colts win this game you stay the fuck away from them <laughs> I don't know. He's about already that. been on figured, them, right? Yeah, but now, now he's, he's off them. them. I'm just saying, if the Colts figure out how to win this game, they will have done it with the exact right formula of squeezing and compressing the game, running the ball very effectively, playing good defense. That could be an effective strategy against the Chiefs. I don't think anybody's beating the Chiefs. Like I said, I picked Chiefs Bucks in August or whatever. I'm not deviating from that course. You picked the Bucks to beat them. Or, yeah, but I picked Chiefs Bucks in the Super Bowl, and I'm not deviating off that course with Tampa winning the Super Bowl over Kansas City. I'm, I'm sticking with it. Who do you like in the NFC? Like, just not you, Tim. We know you like Tampa. Who do you uh, like? Packers and the Saints. I, maybe it's a chalk thing. I, I'm so impressed by the Packers. And with that Saints defense, I'm excited to see where they get to this postseason. And hopefully they don't get snake bitten. I weirdly think Seattle might win the NFC. You didn't even pick them. Yet you just picked the Rams to win. And uh, I, did, I did not pick the Rams to win this game. Yeah. I guess pick them to cover. I picked them to cover four yeah. points. I agree. If Seattle gets healthy, the O-line gets healthy, Jamal Adams comes back, I could see it. I, 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 and I don't know why I feel this way. I feel like the Packers are a house of cards. Well, I thought I don't, I'm not going there, but sure, kind of does, but they make it that all That game work, against man. Tampa still sticks in my brain. Yeah, of I course can't it get does. That one. It just, I don't know. There's something about Russell Wilson. Just... I've heard about if, him. If you want to, if you have, if you want to believe in the theory that Rodgers played so well this year because he was inspired because they drafted Jordan Love, which seems like absolute <laughs> horseshit, then you're not going to be in. Russell Wilson's <laughs> not going to be inspired that he he was having a great year. They changed their offensive philosophy, and he's going to get zero MVP votes again. Has still never received an MVP vote in his life. He you don't doesn't think deserve that, one this year, though. You don't think that will fire him up? Maybe it does. I mean, for a team that has. Basically, had a shitty defense for 13 weeks. Russell Wilson had a very good season. He's not the MVP. I'm not saying that. No, he had a very good season. Uh, no one is look, debating look, look how amazing Russell Wilson is. It, look at those quarterbacks in the seems, NFC. It seems got, like they've been forgotten in the NFC. You have Rodgers. You have Brady. You have Breeze. You have Wilson. All Super Bowl champion quarterbacks. Any of whom, if they so play like their, in the their best golf, football, like we talk easily about make the super forgotten elite. It'd be like John Rom. Ro- yeah, like John the forgotten elite, the, the elite that is drifted. I guess it's Seattle. What are their odds to win the Super Bowl? I, you could talk me in anything. See, I don't. I don't, I don't think that they can beat the Chiefs. Is the problem? And even with, when they get to the Super Bowl progress. and are touchdown underdogs, it's hard to hedge you your like money. Seattle line. though to win the Super Bowl, I bet you it's better to bet them progressively. Bet them to their money line this week, money line I, in the division. I, I, I would not bet them to win the Super Bowl. I, the I, bet them, I bet them to win the NFC. I want to see what their odds are, though, before I 
say anything. Give me correct. both numbers. Uh, odds to win the conference. You know the Chiefs are minus 110 to win the AFC? Well, they're plus 200 to win the Super Bowl. Well, they're the only team with a bye. That's such a huge yeah, advantage. Mi- minus 110 is like a good number for the Chiefs, I feel. They're plus 200 I saw to win the Super like, Bowl? If you parlayed both their money lines together next week and the week after, pres- I mean, obviously you have to presume that they win. It would be worse than minus 110. If all the favorites win the next week. Seattle's 5-1 to one to win the NFC. If all... If all the and the Saints are going to lose to Chicago this week after Tim cursed them. Tim, if all the favorites win next week, it's KC Baltimore? If all the favorites win, then yes, it would be KC Baltimore. KC being the only, uh, or Baltimore being the only road team, yeah. And then it would be Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Then the other side, if all the favorites win, it's Tampa, Green Bay, and Seattle. And, and the Colts uh, are the last. Oh, man. Let's get dad at Arrowhead without Tim's support, though. But he'll have the support because they figured out the the master plan. (laughs) Whoever makes the Super Bowl better call the Colts for that plan. Uh, To win the Super Bowl right now, Chiefs plus 220, Packers plus 450, Bills 7 to 1, Saints 750. I think this, you think the Saints offense is good enough to give the Chiefs problems? Yes. We saw it two weeks ago. That was a close game. I do. There's enough there. Oh yeah, they did play two weeks ago. It was in it was in the dome, but I, I, yeah. Just looking down here, no respect for the Steelers to win at all. Yeah, twenty-two to one to win the Super Bowl. That seems un- where are the Ravens? Long. Given that 10, we kind of think they're going to, cr- we What's think it? that the the Steelers are going to cruise past the Pittsburgh this week or Dude. the Browns this week, and. Then against Buffalo, I mean, who knows? I mean, that that'd be a good game. I think I think that's where Buffalo twenty-two to one seems too long. Some pressure problems when they're favored by when Buffalo is favored by like six and a half points over Pittsburgh in a playoff game. I feel like that gets a bit dicey. See, Baltimore's probably like six and a half over the Colts. They won't be favored by six and a half over Pittsburgh. Depends on what happens this week. It's all about perception. If they beat Indy, I think they're going to route Indy. I think it's going to be like forty to ten. That's how the Bills do it. And if Pittsburgh wins by like three over COVID Browns, then the perception changes. If I don't even remember what I was going to say. Yeah, Seahawks are twelve to one to win the Baltimore. Super Bowl. Baltimore to win the Super Bowl. See, they have a, a Baltimore, they're half of Pittsburgh. Baltimore, but no, a, it's not even half of Pittsburgh. They're nine to one, and and they're Pittsburgh's a, a six point favorite, and what feels like a much more winnable way to round two. I agree. I think that's uh, that. If you're betting the Ravens, Baltimore at was nine, like 14 last week. People are on them. Of course, I, I get why people are on them. Like last year, swagger. This year, kind of being forgotten. But I just, coach. I just told you the four teams they just beat to get into the playoffs. I know, I guess. Dog shit teams. Dog shit. It's just like David Montgomery when people draft him like third overall in fantasy last year, and it turns out he doesn't play Houston, Green Bay, and Jacksonville every week. Tough story. I, what's the to win conference? Steelers are ten to one to win the AFC. I think that's a very fair number. Rather I, bet I mean, them like, to win the Super Bowl because once they bet KC, it's like a yeah, pick them versus anybody. Versus anyone, yeah. Like, Do you want to make that bet? Twenty-two to one Steelers. I'm going to make it. I don't think that it's going to win, but I because they have to beat Kansas City, and I don't think the Kansas City loses, obviously. But I think they can what get is to... Tampa, what's Tampa's number? I didn't uh, we didn't hear it. Uh, Tampa was like 5-1 to one or something. Tampa's a liability. The books can't give a number there. Yeah. Because they're, people they're bet a them big already. favorite, and they, are, they have Sorry. so much preseason liability on Tampa, the sports books. To win this... Um, let's see here. To win the 
NFC, if Tampa, they are four to one to win the Super Bowl. They are where the hell is Tampa Bay here to win the Super Bowl? Nine to one. If Tampa made yeah, the Super too short. Pat, too if Tampa short. made the Super Bowl, would Vegas's preseason futures liability affect the game odd? I don't think so because so much action is. Yeah, you're right. You're, yeah, so, yeah. And yeah, if they hung a bad number in the Super Bowl, it would just get pounded to death. And you have to think, yeah, because someone will come in and bet. Three million dollars on one side if the, <laughs> when, if the line is bad, and the real the, the books in Vegas and like even DraftKings Sportsbook and wherever they're a major liability with Tampa futures, which were short anyway, are like people with hundred dollar bets on it. You're right, and it's also that they could get in a spot where Tampa's a favorite in the Super Bowl. I don't know against who because you assume it'd be Kansas City and they wouldn't be a favorite, but Tampa in the Super Bowl, you have your future ticket. Let's say they're like a six point favorite, you could play the other side in the Super Bowl plus six. Steelers, 22 to 1, 50 I'll, bucks. I'll do it with you. Let's right. have some fun. I got it here. I'll do it myself. Remind me to hedge that if they somehow make the Super Bowl. We, <laughs> well, sure, you might like the matchup. but I, I might. That's It true. makes so much more sense than betting the AFC, because once they beat the Chiefs, it feels like it's a 3 to 1 proposition. Yeah, it's... it's probably it's, shorter than 3. 3 to 1 is probably being very yeah. conservative. Uh, and again, it's not... If their defense can... Don't message me, Chiefs fan. You think Pittsburgh's going to beat us? I, I don't. Don't, I, don't. I don't. I think I, don't. I do think I that they're going to beat Cleveland. I think they'd be a handful for Buffalo. Like, I don't even think that I, Buffalo deserves to be favored in that game. And if he was going to give me a straight up pick, it would be Buffalo. But I could see Buffalo blowing it. Yeah, no, I agree with everything that's been said here. I Although really I just... do think the only problem is I think that they're not a great matchup for Kansas City. That's I, I don't either, but weird shit happens. It, it does. And the Chiefs have been playing dangerously for two months and getting a ceiling game from one of those stupid games Pittsburgh has enough of a vertical offense that I feel like they could score with the Chiefs potentially Uh, it just depends on how that defense plays just throwing this out here do the Chiefs remind you at all of that Packers team that got bounced by the Giants in the playoffs after going 15 and 1 at any point no because they already had a Super Bowl that Packers team had the defending champions. The Packers were the defending champions. The Packers were the defending champions. That's the Chiefs. That was yeah, in the Packers came off winning the Super Bowl. Yep. Packers won in That's 2010, right. and they went 15 and one the next year and lost to the Giants after the bye. And go, I, I just vividly remember that. I'm playoffs. talking about a different game then. I, I'm vividly remembering that playoffs, only because like it was there's no possible chance the Packers could lose the Super Bowl. They got bounced in the first game they played. I'm thinking about the NFC title game versus the Giants. That was 07 when they were like the th- they were like the, the cough, like red face freezing yeah, cold. Yeah, Favre was playing in that game, wasn't he? Yeah, yes, sorry. that was Favre's because uh, the Chargers played the Patriots that game? morning, and I thought that I woke yeah, up that, that day. Favre's last game I woke up that day, Pat, thinking I was going to go to the Super Bowl to play Eli Philip versus Eli. And we made all our kicks in LT Darth Vader, and we've never been close since. And, 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 as I pointed out, I talked to Raza about this on the golf show, and the same sort of thing happens. Like, we looked at the golf rankings from the past four years, the top 10 world golf rankings. And it's just astonishing to see some of the names that finished the year inside the top 10. Like, there are things that happen that you're just not going to see coming. So if you can get one at 22, I'm like, I like Pittsburgh better than I like the Browns, better than I like the Bears in, or Washington or any of the other teams that are priced like in their region. It seems like they're an afterthought. But I think that they're closer to the Baltimores and the Buffaloes and the Saints of What's, the world. What are the Titans? they got to be the same length of odds. No, they're not, actually. No, because they're, they're shorter than Baltimore. They're, they're longer. They're 30 to 1. Yeah. 
But I think that the Steelers, because of their defense and the that's potential longer that they than could their play, preseason odds. The Titans, yeah, it's I, gotta I mean, be. I just don't think that the Titans can beat the Chiefs. I can see a world where the Steelers do. I okay. It's probably like a one in ten shot, or even longer. But I can still see that happening. What's funny is, yeah, I guess because they'll just throw sixty passes, and there's no way. Even though you're like they have Derrick Henry, any team with Derrick Henry would, would technically have the recipe to slow down a big team. Kind of, but it, it reminds me of that. Remember that? I think it was a Monday Night Football game: Dolphins versus Colts, and the Dolphins possessed the ball for like eighty-five percent of the game against Peyton Manning, I, and they won. And the Colts that was, was like, like a thirty. Week, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Week like if you could, game in 2009, if memory serves. Yeah, if you just score on one play every time, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but the advantage where Pittsburgh would have, and it, we always see this come playoff time, is where the Saints have a massive advantage over every team in the NFC. There's going to be nary a game that Pittsburgh plays where they don't have the best O and D line. That's how you win and winner. How did the Giants get there and win Super Bowls? By having that exact same formula. If Washington's offensive line was better, you could make the case for them, too. They'll just be pesky, and they'll be shitty to play, even if they're very beatable. Anyway, Tim, can you recap your free money teaser for the wildcard round? I would be delighted to. Okay, so it's a five-team wildcard tease. Uh, a super wildcard tease, as we're required by law to call this weekend now. Uh, Tampa, we're teasing the Buccaneers down, the Steelers down, the Saints down, the Rams up and the bills down and that gets you four to one on your money you picked five of six favorites against the spread this week do you think just if i told you before we started the show do you think that five of six favorites cover would you say yes or no i would have said probably no but you know it is what it is i mean i, I gotta pick the way i think the game no, no I, go. I understand that but just looking at it like taking a step back and just hearing that. You never like that. Like the UFC guys, like, oh, like, oh my God, my picks are all favorites. You know, that's something, like, something oh, weird shit. is happening. Like, oh no, that can't work out. But like, I do have the one dog. I do have the, I, at one point I had all favorites and I do have the dog with the Rams. So I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe the Rams to win the Super Bowl. They're like 60 to one or something. Goof comes back. He's all healthy. He's good to go. I'm not buying. Anyway, that no. will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. I want to thank Jeff, and I want to thank Paul, and I want to thank The Coin. And, of course, you got to thank me for putting this all together. <laughs> Barry Horowitz myself on that one. Unlike Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. That's not my name. We got another three weeks of this, and we have the major show coming out tomorrow. Then we got to find a way to integrate Tim in more. We'll figure it out. By the way, if people uh, subscribe to the, if they're still listening, they're obviously fans. If you've never subscribed to the show or reviewed the show, if you've never reviewed the show, please go do it right now. The way that I was looking, and I think that the Apple podcast algorithm works, I think there's a chance we could be the number one fantasy sports podcast after this show comes out. And if people, even if you don't care about golf, go download tomorrow's show too think that we could somehow like get the footballers scaled back the amount of shows that they're putting oh, out for a week and golf just started <laughs> I was with wondering football. when Algo was getting you there <laughs> so they've stopped doing Down so many shows rank give us the stars and listen and or then, not listen and then download delete it and, and then go back in and download it again i'd like to get back to number one we we peak at number two so often behind the footballers 
I love the footballers. It's okay. Losing to them is okay. Like, that's good company. Oh, no. Listen. They killed it again last year. I saw the rankings. Oh, yeah. Andy rules. Mike rules. Jason rules. Great dudes, too. Um, But I would like to, just for one day, I thought we were going to get there. We were going, we were trending to get there if the Masters had continued in April. But because it coincided with football season, we did not get there. We got back up to number two and passed like ESPN. So just quickly, when just it's a new thing and I'll be hyper into it. When do the coaches usually get hired? Like it happens before Some coaches, like within a week. Other coaches, it takes several weeks. Because, like, the enemy and Debo could be playing for a while and, and yeah. a lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudging. Yeah, but they, if they're going to get hired and you know it, that'll already be reported. And then Yeah, I know, but take. then you have those stories where it's like, oh, we have to hire this guy because we can't afford to wait for the coach we want. Yeah, we need Hugh Jackson. Because team is playing, so we got to hire this guy because we need to start finding assistance. So... I'm just, yeah, so this will be, we'll be able to do a show next week, I think. Yeah, we'll figure something out. I think the openings will be there, especially, Pat, considering I don't think the Chargers are in a rush to make this decision. Hold on. And they're the only team with a GM. So a lot of these teams without GMs, I think it could actually be a slower. The Jets have a GM. The Jets have a GM. Oh, that's right. The Jets have a GM. So five of, uh, sorry, so four of the six teams don't have GMs. I think we could do um, a coach landing spot thing next week, especially as interview calendars, second run of interviews come back and it's clearer. And I have some uh, free, the potential free agents that are out there too, and all the skill positions. How Tim will spend his hundred million yeah. on two guys? Yeah, yeah, it'll be the worst two guys. By the resign Le'Veon Bell for another five years or something. I don't know. He's he's still got it. Um, what was I going to say? Better job. One answer. One word answer. The two of you. Detroit or Atlanta. Atlanta. Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, no, Atlanta to one me feels answer. like one, a one, an, one word answer. Detroit. Thank you. That will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. <laughs> Thank you all for watching and tuning in. Rate, review, smash a like, do all that fun stuff. We'll be back tomorrow, and we'll be back next Wednesday with more football picks, DraftKings picks for each day of the NFL slates coming out later in the week, too. So please tune into that. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.